0: It's a new era. Yeah, it's 3men14.2.0. Point point
1: <laughs> we are uh three men one full. The rebranding of the podcast. We are now the Pro Wrestling Rollup. And we welcome you to the Pro Wrestling Rollup. Here today, your hosts on the show. It's me, Ash. And me, Russ. So. Uh, what we are doing today is we're going to be covering um, a lot of missed news that we've not gone through for, for obviously some time. We've been away, a bit of a hiatus.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to talk about.
1: There's a lot to talk about. Not all of it necessarily good, but we're kind of like the opposite of Michael Bublé. He only comes out at Christmas and we only yeah. come out when there's been some, some bad WWE news, basically. But, well, it's not just all WWE news. Well, if that was true, we'd be doing an episode every single day. That's what it seems like it at the moment, which yeah. is really, really unfortunate. But um, yeah, well, we welcome you to the show. The dawning of a new era, the pro wrestling roll up. Welcome once again. Now, um, we're going to run through some of the biggest pieces of news, I think, for this episode. So we're going to be starting with uh, the potential Sabu retirement.
0: Yeah, um, we're going to be talking about John Moxley.
1: Ash went to WWE Live. We're going to be talking about the WWE releases. Yeah, so was there anyone there? <laughs> uh, there was a few. We're going to be talking about Ring of Honours recent releases. And we're going to talk about Full Gear, which is happening next week. Next week on November 14th. Is it 14th for us, but is it 13th?
0: Yeah, because it's on Sundays now, aren't they? Not this good. one's a Saturday. Is it a Saturday? Yeah,
1: or? this one's a Saturday. So the um, UK is going to be rejoicing for those that don't work the weekend. It'll be the...
0: Well, it'd be the 14th for us, but the 13th in America.
1: Well, yeah, we've got that coming up as well. And off the t- well, off the back of the um, full gear preview and predictions, I suppose we might have, or what we're sort of looking forward to most about it, um, I'm going to be talking a bit about Cody Rhodes. Boo. Yeah, I think that's why I'm going to be talking a bit about Cody Rhodes. So, that's what we've got coming up for you today and everything else in between. So, Sabu has recently announced his potential retirement it wasn't very uh convincing though for me
0: in what way not convincing
1: well in the same way that any wrestling retirement isn't ever really convincing but well,
0: luckily a rush or
1: <laughs> yeah i mean well i mean obviously sabu is of an age i think he's you know he's he's probably at that point um, that's not to say he's old, but when you look at the style that he's competed in for so many years, I'm surprised that he's he was still able to go even now. Same as a lot of them, really.
0: Yeah. Um, how many? How many from that ECW original list still are wrestling? Would you say
1: it's difficult? I don't think a lot of them are wrestling full time. Yeah, um, but I
0: mean, like um, you always because I I know it's not I know it's not he wasn't ECW, but with Dustin Rhodes who's been around. For- a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. I know he's not as hardcore as like Sapu. he never used to do like the uh barbed wire stuff, but
1: I think though for someone like Dustin he he's had a long like quite a large period of his career where it wasn't focused on the bump so much as it was the character. Yeah. And I think that really helps the longevity, doesn't it? As as it does with a lot of them. But I mean Tommy Dreamer, excluding, you know, posts uh Dark Side of the Ring comments. And releases from from off the back of that. Obviously, Dream is still going. I, d- I think Just Incredible still does indie shows. Uh, probably. I'm,
0: I, sure, I'm like I said. I'm sure like Two Core Scorpio probably still does. Rest. I don't know what it's like in America with the indie scene. I know obviously DCW like, will still do shows and
1: there's still some show up here and there. I think from Sabu, a lot of them are there for like meet and greets and signings and things. Oh, definitely. And from what Sabu has said. And uh, his comments, it sounds like that's the route he's going to sort of go down. So he's still going to be available um, for fans to to meet and obviously get autographs, photos and, and everything else. But in terms of in-ring competition, it does seem that he may be done. And he's cited that his knees are the reason behind this, that he can feel it a bit more now. Not too dissimilar from the uh, Shawn Michaels' retirement. I think he was starting to feel it a bit more in 2010,
0: 2009. All right. Um I was going to say which retirement because obviously losing the smile. Well, that, that was a knee injury.
1: Yeah, obviously towards the end of that second run, arguably his best run. But I'd say it's a better run. <laughs> but yeah, I think he was saying you know he could feel it a bit more and hence you know it led up to the retirement match with um, Undertaker. Well, the first time. The first time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, Sabu, though, the other reason I, I don't, I'm not fully convinced, is that Sabu did say uh, he does have someone that he would want to retire him. I can't see it happening personally. Okay, not um, in the current landscape. But any ideas who that might have been? Um, I can't really think. You um, got to think main roster WWE and they're, and they're what, featured quite heavily. Why well, he wants to match with Roman? Close. Brock Lesnar. Um. <laughs> what, why? Well, he said. There's, I, I, there's some truth to this, I think. Actually, if you think about it, but Sabu says that he's always been uh, more invested in in going up against bigger guys. So he thinks that the the audience prefer to see him go against the bigger guys, fighting from the bottom, as opposed to you know people the same sort of size as him. He thinks it makes for a more interesting match, essentially, and a more interesting story between the ropes.
0: Well, Brock Lesnar City's returned from UFC, his best matches have been with the smaller guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Sabu cites his work ethic as well. You know, he re- he seems to really rate Lesnar. And for all the shit Lesnar's gotten over the years, particularly post uh, streak beating, yeah. but, you know, he is a fantastic worker. I think it's just the way that he's booked is, is the way it, it was kind of the downfall to, oh, another Lesnar match. We've got to see him do 17 Germans and, you know, same shit. Yeah.
0: I've, I've, I always thought Brock sells well. Mm. He's one of the best big man sellers I can think of. Cause Kane is a good seller, even though he does do no sell stuff. Um, cause for, for big guys, for though. For big guys,
1: yeah. Uh, for big guys that sometimes it can look really out of place selling for a smaller guy.
0: Yeah, because when um, his match with AJ Styles at Survivor Series a few years ago, when he was selling the knee injury, even backstage... Mm. And then you he yeah, had some good yeah, his match with Raymond Sere, I think he did the same thing,
1: yeah, I think Brock has been more underrated for for newer audiences that maybe didn't see his you know his, his initial run um yeah. they haven't really seen the full extent of what Brock Lesnar is capable of no uh, there has been glimmers like you say, the match with Styles and Brian was excellent, yeah. his match with punk a few years ago. He was had, excellent. He did have
0: one or two good matches with Roman. Yeah, but
1: uh, but that that's run out of steam now, yeah, don't you but think?
0: The matches with Strowman weren't good. The matches with mm. Joe wasn't spectacular. He had that good triple threat with Seth and Cena in Rumble. Oh 20, yeah, 15. that was
1: really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that a but, lot. Um,
0: do you think also it's to do with the Paul Heyman situation?
1: Uh, oh, interesting point. I don't know, though. I wouldn't have thought so.
0: Even even if in K at the minute we're not sure if Heyman's really with Lesnar or he's
1: with uh Roman. Roman, yeah. Well, time will tell, but I personally I can't see that one happening, not within WWE ropes anyway, based on their no, new I think desires and, and what they want necessarily, but we'll come to that obviously when we talk about the releases.
0: Yeah. Recently. Who would you would you have said who would you have said really would be a perfect match?
1: Um, well, based on what I would want to see personally, I'm not too sure. I think I would never have said Lesnar. No. I would have never have, have jumped to a Lesnar, but I think it's difficult with the ECW guys because you're kind of always going to say you want it to be with one of the original ECW guys. I, I feel that's like the general, like majority of, of wrestling fans would probably say something like, oh, well, I'd I'd want to see him go against a Dreamer or a Van Damme. Well, Van Damme or,
0: would be have been my first choice, but if I was yeah. to go for, because you always want it. Maybe a younger guy to to do? I think
1: so, yeah, because it's the whole going out on your back thing. You put someone over. So based on that, I mean, I don't know. You'd probably have to say... Nick Gage. Yeah, Nick Gage or an Atticus, you know, something. Someone who's on the up and up. You know, but if he wants to go for big guys, then put him in there with a the schlag, You know, that'd be a hell of a way to, to end the career, wouldn't it? But... I don't know, um, but Lesnar would have never been my first guest, but again, it's, it's up to him. You've got to go out how you want to go out, haven't you, really? Yeah, because so. I
0: don't think they would have never been around each other.
1: Mm, no, they wouldn't have, no. Oh well, we'll have to wait and see what happens. We'll <laughs> wait and see. So, we go from Sabu to the news that was broken, first of all on Twitter by Tony Khan, regarding John Moxley. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has self-admitted himself... Always, oh, he's, he's admitted himself into rehab for uh issues with alcohol,
0: yeah. Because that's the thing, we don't really know what he was like. like
1: did it show on TV?
0: Not really, I, I wouldn't have said so. When you've got a character like uh Hangman who, who has the drinking mm. and that's the, as, as a gimmick, as a gimmick, yeah, Moxie. I don't know, was the way he acted as a character based on the fact he would drink a lot? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't think it's probably worth reading into it too much. No. Um, Obviously, like I say, announced on Twitter, Tony Khan um, put that out there and it seems like obviously he had Moxie's blessing to do so. And then, of course, CM Punk, uh, mentions it in his promo, The Crowd chanting Moxley. Um what did you think of that? The promo, but
0: I think there was a bit of real life CM Punk
1: and a bit of the character. The, the pandering to the fans? A
0: little bit, but just like I was thinking of the Straight edge Society Punk. when he said I'm
1: proud of him I'd say, I didn't say I didn't read into that. I, I just I think punk it's an interesting choice based on the fact that he is straight edge so um, you know for someone who, who doesn't drink or, or do drugs or you know any anything like that then you know for them to come out and say that you know it is a really hard thing to do is interesting because you know
0: but also he did say in a promo that he's not been a fan of him
1: uh, I wasn't necessarily a fan they just said they were never extremely close yeah but then so. because
0: Kingston would probably be my choice to do it but because he would have been it would probably felt more of a real thing, I, I if think, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, know, I, know uh, that, yeah. I know, not, I'm not saying that. This, I think this is a storyline.
1: That's what I. That, that's what my concern would be is that I, I wouldn't want this to play into a storyline. I think not it's, WWE. It's cla- No, exactly, and it's classy to acknowledge it and allow him the time. Obviously, from a storyline perspective, yeah, it affected the tournament, of course. But yeah. then wrestling will always and should always come second to your real life. Um, problems and and your health. So I think they've acknowledged it. I think it's it's good that he's obviously getting the help that he needs. That's obviously good that he's getting the help that he needs. And the most important thing for him and Renee and, and their family is to... You know, get him on the right track. But the fact that he's done that himself, I think, is a good indication that... You see some wrestlers that have battled these problems for years and years and years. And I don't know the full extent of it. No. And we shouldn't really know the full extent of it. And that is one good thing about AEW is they don't tell you about these issues. Um, you know, they keep people's personal lives separate, which is how it should be. Unless you're MJF doing a promo. Unless you're MJF doing a promo.
0: Because the one thing I saw online, I'm not sure if it... Well, the With having a baby... It's a good thing because I remember Shawn Michaels that that, um, that documentary he did years ago. Oh
1: yeah, really talking about his kids. The kids was jumped with, on him on the sofa and he couldn't remember who he was or something. Yeah, or? and it's like
0: I know that's more like the pills and the drinking as well. And that's
1: but it's years and years worth of build up for that, wasn't yeah. there? I mean, that had been going on for you know. It's well documented how you know Shawn Michaels is drug related issues and everything else. Yeah, throughout that time
0: and um. The
1: Moxley situation
0: because I know we we'll talk about Full Gear later on, but my I had an idea of um, he was going to win the tournament, Haman was going to win the title, and Moxley was going to cash in his title shot that after the match and win the title because mm. they were talk, they were talking about him turning a heel.
1: Yeah, I mean, and Kingston as well. I thought maybe Kingston gave him the the assist against Brian mm. um, because. You know, obviously that whole angle of Brian Danielson beating Kingston and he went a bit mental after the match and everything. But again, it's all storyline. It's all, you know, play second fiddle to, to the real life stuff. So regardless of what the plans were, you know, when he's ready to, he'll come back and no doubt he'll tear up the ring again and it'll be amazing to see him. But the only thing we can really say about the whole thing at the moment is obviously everybody over the world really has is, is, is already been said. We're a bit late obviously on this one, yeah. but... You know, everybody wishing John Moxie the best, and and obviously we do too.
0: Yeah, like I've said in the past, I'm not a big fan of him, but when it's real life...
1: Yeah, it's just a person, isn't it? Like, you know, you don't want... There's a lot... I mean, we'll come into it soon, but with the recent WWE releases, there are certain people in there definitely not a fan of, but you don't (laughs) want to see people lose their jobs. Um You know, and and again, because it affects it's not just about losing the job it's, it affects a lot but we'll we'll come to it but yeah all the best to, to John Moxley and um, you know just keep fighting through it but I, I've got no I've got no doubt that he will
0: oh definitely I just personally because the stories we've had of like Jake the Snake and Scott mm-hmm. Hall hopefully this is a, I don't want to say quick fix but like a
1: yeah I, th- I, I get what you mean I think yeah that it doesn't it doesn't get to certain points where it did necessarily in their lives where yeah Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think, um, I think he's got this one. But Ash, moving into WWE, you have uh, recently been to see WWE live. Yes, so in Birmingham. um, In Birmingham, WWE live. Then, uh, for those who might not know what that is, yeah,
0: it's just basically a live event. With um, we, me and my brother went um, because we had tickets. So these are like house shows. Yeah.
1: It's basically we, a house show for the European tour that they would do. Yeah, it's typically like, after WrestleMania season and around Survivor Series time, yeah, isn't
0: it? Even though they did they did shows about a week or so before this, or like a month or so. Um, but yeah, this is a different tour. Because um, I we had these tickets for a long time, and obviously the pandemic happened, so um, it got postponed. And yeah, because you
1: first got these when was it? Twenty nineteen? Yeah, Christmas twenty nineteen.
0: Wow, so I would have seen a different different show. Yeah, that would have been completely different yeah, compared I to what it was then. I, I think I believe it was meant, yeah, because it was meant to be the Mania Revenge Tour, whatever it was going to be called.
1: Mm. Well, it, it used to be Wrestle. So, the first one I ever saw over here was uh, back in two thousand seven. That was the WWE WrestleMania Revenge Tour, straight after WrestleMania twenty three. Mm. So yeah, that was a completely different lineup to to what you get now. And then the last time I went was. I think twenty. When was thirty one? That was twenty fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so it was in April twenty fifteen. Um, Cena was in the US title run, and Rollins was the champ.
0: Yeah, but was Cena there?
1: Uh, Cena was there. Yeah, oh. they did the rehash of him and Rusev. Obviously, because I think with WWE Live, obviously, all those sort of matches they they do the same matches every town and place they go yeah. to, don't they? Um,
0: well, this tour, we had the one. The, there was like three days of the same Raw show. Then there's going to be. NXT title on a SmackDown and then there's going to be a, a mix. So they kind of mix it all up. Do they yeah. put
1: NXT UK into him?
0: No. There was no NXT UK on the list. Okay. That's
1: surprising me, actually, a little I bit. I thought but...
0: they would put, like... I mean, they got Walter against Cesaro on a SmackDown.
1: Okay. Um, what, what a match.
0: But I don't know if he's still NXT UK because I know they are planning on bringing him into America.
1: Ah, uh, okay. But, um,
0: yeah, we had um, opening... This, we had well brian saxon was the announcer
1: the ring announcer yeah
0: okay and like the hype person um yeah uh we had um damian priest defending the u.s title against finn balor seth rollins and kevin owens to start nice it was um it's good good it was the, it was the, what i imagine the house show because you always hear like "Oh, it has a house show feel and when, yeah. when everyone's doing the turnbuckle spot and they're getting cheered and Seth does it and booed. And...
1: They really play up to the crowd a lot more. I think that, that side of things is nicer because you... Um, although they're not going to put... I think necessarily they're not always going to put their bodies in like jeopardy as much as they would for pay-per-view TV. Oh, no. But, you know, it's good because you get that crowd interaction. So, yeah, it's one of my sort of favourite things about live WWE. Um, yeah, especially when they
0: especially when they did the referee does the turnbuckle and he gets a pop and the, <laughs> and the heel, does, heel doesn't like it. Um, but because Damien Priest had just had that no DQ match where he got kendo stick attacked um, during the match, uh, he didn't do too much. But you you could also see like the damage, right? And it was
1: you you were pretty close as well.
0: It was actually. Um, it was funny because it's, it it's awkward position. It's awkward because if you were to just sit straight, you'd just see the. Um, the screen, but
1: as in the screen where they would come out from, yeah, because yeah, it's just like literally like a screen, isn't it? Like yeah. the old NXT um, thing where they're just a the big screen and they just come out through the side, yeah.
0: Because right? um, you did see, um, you couldn't really see them enter because obviously like there was people in front of you, but um, a lot. Of, I think everyone really got a pop. Even like Seth Orange, you got a good pop.
1: Well, this is like the first time WWE's been able to come over since the pandemic as well, isn't it? Well,
0: they did, this, they did some shows like a month or so before.
1: A month or so before, but a lot of people that would have gone to that probably aren't at this one, and the vi- no. same vice versa. So, yeah, I'd imagine for a lot of people, that could have been the first wrestling show since, obviously since before the pandemic. So I'd imagine, yeah. you know, the the excitement's there. Better than watching on the TV.
0: Yeah. I'll give them credit. It was, you, there were MCCs, but it was pretty full. Yeah. Um, Damon Priest um, pinned, I think it was Kevin Owens. Right. Oh, no, naturally. I yeah. mean, it's it title matches, it isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, did like, you would get like the finisher, fin- finisher, and then he won by doing his finisher on Kevin Owens. Nice. Uh, then it was Carmella against, um, Liv Morgan, which, to be honest, i've seen on TV every week. Mm, yeah. It, it was funny because it was like a quick one, two, three, like within like, Three seconds, and then Kamala did the promo about I wasn't ready, uh, I haven't got my face mask on. Okay. And then they did another match. It was all right. Was it a long, long affair, or? I'd say about nine minutes. Oh, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I, I didn't do the disrespectful thing of looking at my phone. But, um. yeah. Obviously, like, because there was a lot of kids, and you got kids behind us. And um, they wouldn't. They kept. They were like commentating the <laughs> general Um
1: Oh, fair play, to them. Yeah. You're only a kid once. You got to, you know, you got to enjoy it.
0: But yeah, that was. It was. It was okay. It was an okay match. Um, we had Austin Theory hmm. against John Morrison. Okay. And it, it was amazing. I thought. I thought. Oh, I'm going to see. There was only one person I thought I was going to see for the second time, which I'll talk about later. But I said, no, it's the second person cuz I saw Austin Fury at progress. Ah, uh, okay. And it was cuz it was funny cuz at progress they're calling it Austin shit house. <laughs> and obviously you can't say that when the kids are about. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was it they did the John Morrison um s- stick. Uh the, the wet stick. Oh debate. yeah. Okay. Mm. And, <laughs>
1: How was he? Um, I mean, because obviously this was a day or two days after the WWE releases. It was the day after. The day after. The day after. So after obviously, tired. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, does that play? Did it play through at all? Or I wouldn't. I wouldn't notice. Mm.
0: Honestly, well, he's a professional, I suppose.
1: Oh, yeah. But it was going through my mind. I thought, you know, if he's if he's there, then because it. And even though I couldn't see him
0: doing his entrance, I was, I was upset. It was in slow motion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. It's not like it was on the TV. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll get to another one that's the same later on um, and then the last match before the uh, interval was RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Stigler and Rude oh okay titles. nice Randy Orton was the most over person that whole night Orton Orton was the most over had the best reaction
1: wow I think you see a mega because again like I said before but there's not an awful lot of um, credibility for talent these days over the last sort of 10 years or you know plus they don't really they don't really build uh big stars anymore not really and Orton's like one of the last from that era where you did you know him or uh him Cena uh you know Batista I know he's not there now but yeah. you know, they Orton is one of them I think you know I remember similar sort of thing I think when I last saw Orton got probably one of the biggest reactions of the whole night along with John Cena yeah and i it's been said and it doesn't matter if he's
0: heel face, he will get one of the best reactions. Cause-
1: because we we get to see it so infrequently over here as well. You know, there are there are going to be people from the UK that will go over for a SummerSlam or, you know, a WrestleMania at the very least. Definitely. But, you know, there's there's so many of us here that you know, we just don't have that kind of money, is it? No, because <laughs> it's... It going to come here and we've we got to take what we can. So you, you, you don't get to see it really as frequent at all. Yeah, because it was
0: funny, they were advertising the WrestleMania package. Oh, uh, okay. I, after this match, which was um obviously retained by um RKOs and both Rude and Siegler. But it was a good a good fun match. Obviously they did the house show stick again before the show where before the match where um Montez Ford does a flip over the ropes, then Riddle does one and they tried to get Orton to do one. <laughs> but then the, the referee did it. <laughs>
1: it's just um, good fun, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I do think you know people what, pop for that.
0: And I was thinking um I don't even know what the referees who the referees are anymore
1: uh well they don't put emphasis on them anymore they no. never say the names on tv like they used to today but again i think that was a thing that
0: i mean i knew who they were because i've seen them on tv but yeah like,
1: in terms of the names yeah cause you don't know, get to yeah
0: because that's what i like about aw when they do like the big matches they would say and referee is because then you know who the referee is
1: yeah you can i can almost i think name almost any referee in aw now but
0: well if you go on their wikipedia that all the is the only one Oh really? Yeah, I think I think she's the only one
1: listed on Wikipedia. Oh well, don't forget about my boy Bryce. Well If that is his real name, if it is his real name, <laughs> um, yeah. Then the
0: interval happened. Baron Saxton was actually getting um, photos, and I'm, and in my mind, I'm going, "Well, of course, if you got kids, yeah, and you watched it, Baron Saxton's the voice of
1: Raw." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we we look at things through such a different lens, yeah. being adults, and then, um because we grew up with it from a different era well well, a few different eras now really yeah you know so we we've been there for those different transitions and then for the kids and i think that's that's what's important is that like kids love this shit whether or not they stick with it when they go you know get older because that was the same in any era anyway yeah if you got into it as a kid some of you stick around after some of you don't um but childhood man that's it's a good it's a big experience for him. yeah you're, you're meeting a celebrity at the end of the day because
0: apparently, me wished it was a smackdown show so i would have got kayla and i would have got a photo <laughs>
1: um to go back a moment where you said about they were announcing the wrestlemania travel packages so is there any obviously because mania has been announced it is going to be another two-night spectacle again yeah, so how did that work did they mention that at all
0: yeah they did they were showing promos before the show and
1: i have joined an interview like
0: so you can buy for
1: one night or you buy for both. I'm I think you buy for both. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm not sure how much it's going to cost. I think tickets are out today, or there are. they been.
1: I think Wrestle Travel is usually where people go to to yeah. have a look at all those sort of deals. So. Because yeah, I'm, I'm, in,
0: I'm going to be in, I'm interested in this year. Is that A T T, which is mainly thirty two? Uh, it's Texas, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Dallas. So, are they going to try and do one hundred thousand or pretend they've got one hundred thousand two days in a row, or they're going to try and mm, or. Or do you think they're gonna do what they did the same with this year and limit the, the tickets because pandemic? Still, it's still it's, it's still going.
1: They'll have a, they'll have a bit of a issue with international audiences because again, I mean, we're on the band list still for a lot of different countries. So depending on what yeah. you see, you know, what the landscape looks like in 2022 at that time for for us in the UK, you know, there there could be a lot of people that can't go over for that. Yeah. from here, but
0: so we got what.
1: Five months, maybe? Five months, yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's surprising how quick that comes around. Definitely. But Look at this year. I know. But yeah, uh, so we had some more matches from WWE Live.
0: Yeah, um, the, the first match after the interval was the 24-7 title
1: with Reggie. I imagine that was a short affair.
0: It's it probably the weakest match of the night, but his opponent was Drake Maverick.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I imagine and, he got a good part.
0: Yeah, but he did the typical... Um, I'm so... I'm so i'm so disappointed coming back home all these chav men all these filthy women i'm not sure I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to remember what he said but yeah talk about having an entrance and um being disappointed reggie didn't do his ch- jump over those ropes Ah, uh, reggie because i was saying to my brother like wait until you see reggie he's gonna have a great entrance and like, <laughs> your brother was like one Why would you lie to me? (laughs) I must add, he's he's older than me, but still. It's not like I'm... He's like a (laughs) little brother. (laughs) Little brother, yeah. (laughs) Because he's been... This is his third WWE show he's been to. Oh, okay. Because he went to one in 94 and then one in
1: 95. Oh, wow. That would have been an experience.
0: Yeah, especially when he saw Undertaker. Yeah. I can't even remember how the finish happened, but yeah. And then after the match, Drake was um, cutting a promo, like you're not going to get me out this ring. And then Drop came out and uh, beat him up. Which <laughs> nice. is the second person who I've seen for the second time. But yeah, and then she was against uh, Sa- not Sasha, um, Bianca Bella and um, Becky Lynch for the tag, well, not for the tag, for the women's <laughs> title. Nice. Okay. Both of the match of the night and I don't care what WWE try and say, Becky Lynch is not a heel. Yeah, even, I'm, even though I'm they're, hearing it. Even though they tried, she did a promo but, I don't understand what you're talking about in like typical Birmingham banter, but um, yeah, she was she had a large part and she won by um, Benke doing her finish on Dewdrop, which was probably the scariest moment for the night. Wow, I mean, she did stru- she did, sh- it, I don't want to say she struggled, but it was a scary way that oh, she's got to pick up just how she, yeah, and, probably just how it looks though.
1: Yeah, fair play to Viper or Dewdrop, um. Taking the bumps as well, really. Yeah. What was the main event? It was Biggie against Big Bob. Big
0: Bob. For the title in a Birmingham street fight. Because <laughs> um got a couple of table spots, kendo okay. sticks, um, there was a chair to the corner. So, obviously, the typical WWE street fight,
1: really. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised at the table spot. I'd never seen a table. There was two table spots. One...
0: Wow. I think Biggie went through the first one, and Bobby went through the second one before the finish, which was the big ending. Wow! Biggie
1: got a decent part, but it wasn't as big as Walton. Good Biggie time. Biggie is a treasure, I think, to pro wrestling. But very, very happy for him at the moment, and obviously Woods, King Woods, mate, King Woods with Sir uh, Kofi. So, would the would you recommend the experience?
0: I think it's worth going. Even if uh, you get if you get the chance, just go
1: because live wrestling. Yeah, I think it's important um, to remember as well that although it's not TV taping, so you're not necessarily going to get that shock factor of you know they give you a title match and it's like well you know I wonder what's going to happen here. Although it's not unusual, I I say unusual. It's not. uh, It's not. It's not like it's never been done before. Uh, for a title change at a house show no. but it is very 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 rare
0: and with the 24-7 I thought oh they bring out the jobbers to, to like do something but <laughs> yeah. after they got rid of a couple of them I don't think that's going to happen that's yeah
1: That I mean that division is um, slowly or rapidly I should say decreasing
0: but obviously, I was thinking even R-Truth might make an appearance
1: but nah not everybody comes over overseas no, for the um, tour so it could be I mean there, there might be some still there you know if anything happened to them um, then they can bring someone else out, sort of thing. Yeah,
0: unless someone got injured on tour.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which which does happen, but yeah. Well, that sounds like a, a good experience for you. It was. So, I'm. I'm. To be honest, more than anything, I'm just happy that you was able to go there and there were people performing. Yeah. Because the big, big, big news at the moment is, of course, the releases, which we're going to come onto now from WWE. Uh, a further 18 was it 18 18 uh, in the end talents released and potentially there's more coming which is i mean awful uh it takes a grand total of in-ring talents this year over 70
0: yeah and it's like what is it about 150 plus in the last
1: i mean when you look at all of the backstage personnel as well Mm. um I, there's obviously there's a lot about this already out there, and I'm sure most of you listening are already kind of up to speed with this. But to break it down, you know, just real quick for everybody, of course, on Thursday, fourth of November, um, the WWE had their third quarter sort of earnings call, and they reported record high profits.
0: Yeah, two hundred forty-six million. Uh, is it
1: a, qu- a quarter of a billion. Yeah, a quarter of a billion to put that into perspective, and it was a, it was a lot higher. i would say record high but i mean it was it was a lot higher than what they had anticipated and even projected revenue is is still quite high they're, they're not in a position where they need they absolutely need to make budget cuts and that was the reason cited or or, or initially one of the the reasons cited
0: that's what they always that's what they always say they like.
1: always say it and and everyone knows it's bullshit um but you know business is business i understand that but they're not in a position where they need to make budget cuts. They are making money, yeah. so they've obviously cut contracts, that, which I don't understand. Some of them are big name talents, and I imagine they're on probably some good money on their contract. But a lot of the talents were NXT guys that are barely getting their foot on the ground. Um, no,
0: but only looking when they got when they got rid of him with the. Um, Pete Dunstaff I thought maybe they might get rid of
1: him but o- Only aside because Only's been a bit more of a sort of mainstay in NXT for some time now yeah but I, I mean some of the guys that they've signed really recently that they've barely barely been featured uh, in NXT at all
0: well one of the ones that was a bit shocking was that B-Fab
1: fab I mean literally just made her main roster debut and signed a contract last week and signed the contract last week yeah, that's a bit shitty. NXT's Ember Moon, Frankie Monet, Oni Larkin, Jesse Kamehameha, Zayda Ramia, Trey Baxter, Katrina Cortez, and Jeep Rama. And of course, from the main roster, we had B-Fab, we had Nia Jax, Keith Lee, Eva Marie, Mia Yim, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado, and Karrion Cross with Scarlett. And Mia Yim i said me yeah. again did you i, I did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um
0: and the first person i saw release was Scarlett, and i i'm a fan of her
1: obviously well yeah no a lot of people are
0: and um when the fact <laughs> that they hadn't used it for so long i was like suspicious and then then i saw carrying was like well aren't they trying to push him
1: wow well, and they're trying to push keith lee let's i mean let, let's break some of these down um I think it's important to to mention, like we said, so budget cuts were, were, was the biggest reason cited for these releases, but then there were some news that had come out about... One of the reasons was because there were at least five people openly unvaccinated. Nia Jax was the one I saw. She was the, she was the name reported. Obviously, others were up for speculation. Now, Nia Jax, uh, it, it, it was the case, and, and this is a tricky one, because Nia was one that I wanted to touch on, because, of course, Nia has received a lot of flack. Oh yeah, a lot of flack in recent years for being unsafe, quote unquote, uh in the ring, injuring her fellow performers, her mm-hmm. fellow stars, and just generally just not being ready for the ring is is, is what a lot of people are kind of saying about Nia and were saying about Nia. Um, did she deserve to lose her job?
0: I don't. I don't well like say
1: yes or no to it cuz no i cuz uh, the thing is people i know people will say oh cuz she was unvaccinated then she has it. I don't if uh, that's the case i can understand i mean to touch on the unvaccinated bit now um look i mean if you're a company that like you know you've just been to see it over here mm. if you're in a company where you're going to be traveling to not just international places but even within different states of america where there are different rules mm. for each state on who and what you can do um, based on your vaccination status, it puts the company in a bit of a pickle because if they keep you on the books but they can't take you anywhere, Aye. you know, you can't be put into many angles. You can't, you know, what can you really do? So from that point of view, I do understand it. I've cause it was She
0: got destroyed by Shanna Baszler on TV not too long ago. Yeah. And did an injury angle. They did the same thing with Eva Marie. Now they're both gone. They can't get revenge on her in a
1: kayfabe sense. But the vaccine status thing was one of those. It came out quite quickly after the releases. But Naya issued a statement yeah. uh, on social media. And she's basically gone sort of taking a different route with it and said, no, it's nothing to do with that. So this is what she put. And this is Naya I usually keep my personal life private, but yesterday's reports leave me with no option but to clarify matters. I recently took a short leave of absence from WWE for a mental health break. I've been working through so much, more than I can share, and so I took some time with the full support of the company to take care of myself. Earlier this week, after WWE sent me my schedule to return to the ring for the November 15 show, I asked for an extension to my mental health break feeling that I needed more time and hoping I would have the ongoing support of the company I have given my all to for the past seven years. I did not receive a response. The next I heard, I was being released. My vaccination status was never mentioned. I wasn't given any choices or options. It breaks my heart to be so abruptly let go without consultation when dealing with so much privately. I loved my career at WWE. I loved the men and women I worked with and I'm going to need time to process this huge loss. I appreciate those people who have shown understanding and compassion during an incredibly difficult time. What are your thoughts on that? I'm sure
0: it's true. Because there's always been there's always been reports about certain people that they've let go for one reason, and it's they say it's something completely different.
1: There's always going to be... Well, there's not always, but it's... He said, she said game, isn't it? Ultimately uh if what naya is saying is true it kind of paints wwe with you know another tarred brush that they really don't i don't know why they do this to themselves regardless of what you think of naya in the ring and i'll go out now i'm not a fan of naya i don't like watching i don't like her work i don't like watching her on the tv i think she's really uninteresting that and that's look that's my opinion as a fan i'm not going to sugarcoat it it absolutely sucks that she lost her job but what people, I think, by and large, were calling for was that she needed to get better in the ring. She needed to become safer yeah. in the ring first and foremost. And that's difficult to say, I appreciate when you're not someone who works in the ring, but clear proof of it. Look at the Kyrie Sane stuff. Becky Lynch. The Becky Lynch stuff. Charlotte. Some of it looks... I mean, some of the Charlotte stuff, even that little kind of shoot they had on Raw that time, yeah, that, not that, so long that,
0: that doesn't seem long to him.
1: No, but even then, there was a few bits in there. Where we go, oh, that looks unsafe, but actually... Uh, You know, it's it's quite tricky to see if for us to say if it's unsafe. But but the fact remains, I'm not a fan of Um, Nia. But it it sucks that she she's lost her job. But I think it sucks worse if what she says is true. Because if it isn't anything to do with the vaccination, if it is to do with not being vaccinated, I completely understand WWE's point of view with that. Because from a business sense, that really like what can you do? And she's probably on good money.
0: Oh, definitely because she's the only woman her size. Pavimento and
1: and, and that's, that Samoan yeah. heritage. Yeah, because
0: everyone was like, "Oh, the Samoan dynasty, she's got a job for life." But
1: yeah, and, and but this proves that, like, <laughs> I, I guess you don't.
0: We got Kevin Owens, who's going to be gone at the end of the year.
1: Well, we think we think,
0: but I think it's likely to happen. Yeah, uh, Kyle O'Reilly's contract runs out that, next month. That's
1: an interesting one. Whether or not Kyle sticks around.
0: Gigano's contract runs out.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I know um, they
0: wrestled dark matches on SmackDown, but I don't think that's going to help them because it happened with Bronson Reed. Well, exactly. It, it went. Exactly.
1: Happened. He, he, I mean, he did his dark match and clearly it, they weren't impressed because he was let go shortly after. Well, um, And he like, was one of the last batches of releases. Yeah. Just finishing with the Nia stuff, I just think that my, my, my take on it is if, if the vaccination stuff's true, I, I yeah, like I say, side with WWE with that one. If not, and we've we talked about the mental health stuff before, yeah, and we actually we used Naira as an example for that. It's got to be really tough to see, even though she she pushes back online. The fact is, how many people do you think have probably given her hate and shit every oh, day? And it's gonna it's still gonna happen no matter. What and it's still gonna happen. I don't know necessarily if she's gonna get picked up by an AEW. I wouldn't have thought so. But some, I, so she will find work. She's got name recognition. She's uh, whether whether people want to admit it or not. Yeah. Nye is one of the most. She's the biggest and one of the most recognizable names that's been released in these most recent she, um, sort of mass cuts.
0: Because this is the thing: every time someone gets released, everyone goes AEW, AEW. But
1: there are some here though. Yeah. That I, th- I think they would. I pick up.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if she goes to Japan.
1: She's well, she's stiff enough to work in Japan. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that's not that's not taking the piss out. Of I'm just saying. Well, I, I, <laughs> the, yeah. Whereas in America,
1: if she sticks with wrestling, she could yeah. she could do anything really. They all could. Yeah. I mean, all the best to her. This is another one. This is kind of mind blowing. And this is this is where things start getting really really frustrating. And again, for those listening, have to take with a pinch of salt. At the moment, we still don't know how much truth is behind the vaccination status thing. Because again, regardless of all the stuff we're about to mention, yeah, the vaccination stuff will take precedence over that. Because again, as a business decision, it makes complete sense. However, at the moment, it's not um, it's not confirmed, really, is it? And it's certainly not confirmed for any of the other names.
0: No, but how many how many people ask you guys to say, oh, I, I wasn't
1: vaccinated. But Carrion, what was the reason that you'd that, seen? That Vince didn't think he was getting over, or wouldn't get over. Well, he wasn't getting over. He's right. He wasn't getting over because he was made to go out there looking like a fucking Poundland gladiator. I mean, he was, he was... Doing the
0: right thing by making him a monster, but it took a while. Oh, yeah, it's
1: too but late then they were, though. But they keep—they were, keep
0: were going to repackage him again and again. And
1: he was no, yeah. So I think from what I'd seen, reports that I've read is that they were looking at repackaging him once again, and whether or not that included Scarlet, because that—that that was one of the things he was missing. Oh yeah, he's missing Scarlet, and that's not to take away from him, but the whole like Scarlet added so 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 much to that whole aura in nxt the entrance yeah the feel to it just everything about his presence in nxt was complemented so well by Scarlett, yeah and she didn't even get to perform
0: no I, I don't think there was no plans for her to wrestle at all
1: which is a shame yeah
0: because I, I i don't think i've ever seen her wrestle but i think she might she might be good don't know
1: well but we'd never know for wwe and um Do you think a part of it is like, because I kind of thought about the Rusev-Lana stuff because it was always reported that Vince never liked the idea of Lana and Rusev together because he thought, supposedly, he thought that she looked too good to be with someone like Rusev. And if that's true, I mean, what a fucking shitty comment. What a shitty view on things. yeah, And, you know, and and to be honest, that might explain why she was always in these bloody storylines where she was running off with someone else. Because that happened twice.
0: It happened with Dolph and it happened with... Bob,
1: well, and it happened with Morgan, apparently.
0: I can believe that, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, what a wasted opportunity! One, one of the legends that's been really outspoken about this on social media is Mick Foley, yeah. Uh, he seems to be quite the advocate for carrying cross or, or killer cross, I suppose. We're going to reverse, you know, that, yeah. Um, you know, and obviously not a fan of the silly gimmick, but it wasn't just the, the gimmick, was it? It's the fact that. The guy was NXT champion when he debuted on Raw and got squashed in, what was it, a minute?
0: Yeah, Jeff Hardy, wasn't it?
1: By Jeff Hardy. And that's not to take anything away from Jeff Hardy, but that's not how you bring a, no. you know, a, t- a champion up.
0: And then like a few weeks later, they did the match again, but had and win. But it didn't feel like... But he took a few losses, though. He did
1: take a few hours. I think he lost to Keith Lee as I don't, well. I think he lost to Keith Lee. And, and again, that's nothing to take away from Keith Lee, who we'll come to shortly as well. But yeah. it's... No no way to bring someone... I, what what? Carrion's problem was, is the same that you get with a lot of them. Not to go too much in depth with it now, but it's one of those things where if what seems to work for somebody in NXT, Vince just seems hell-bent, and Foley, Foley's words on it was that he, they just seem too intent on reinventing the wheel, or something to that effect, he said. And it's it's right. Why would you take something that clearly works down in NXT just to try and change everything about it? It's it's purely because you want to make it your own, isn't yeah. it? Like that's got it's got to be that. I mean, his
0: NXT run, even though he was champion, it did feel like even the crowd only cared about Scarlett.
1: Yeah, but that's tricky as well because he was down there during a pandemic time. Yeah, I don't. It's I, hard to know what the full extent of his run down there would have been because it was during a really different unique time in well in history really yeah
0: because all you all you got to do is a guy that looks like him is make him a killer
1: yeah that's all you need to do that's literally all you need to do the guy is a killer and should have been booked as such but instead he was booked like a goof yeah absolute goof do you see his twitter response to some guy on twitter what did he say this guy um got with the name but, um, <laughs> you we'll we'll called him, Jay? Very hilariously, he he tweeted to Carrion and just said, Um, oh, is there any chance I can get hold of that mask? And <laughs> to which Cross responded, I just said, No one wants that piece of shit, brother. <laughs> so, you know, obviously, he was very self aware. But again, like, you can't say it but when the, you're there, can you? You've I, got to run with it. I do think,
0: I think every gimmick that's ever been presented it will work for one person but they, they never get it right.
1: Somebody could have picked up that gimmick and they could have made it work better, I think is what you're... Is that yeah. what you mean?
0: Yeah, it's like...
1: But um, it doesn't make it a good gimmick. No. They could have made it, made it work better, but then there's there's a ceiling to where you can get with something like that. And I've always thought that about Ziggler. The name Dolph Ziggler, it's, it's not a main event name. Like, no. I feel like they really handicapped him from the get-go. And, you know, that was a guy that had so, so much potential... And probably still does, but it's just like, never seemed to be able to crack that scene. And even though he became a world champion, it was like, does anyone remember it properly? Well, he doesn't. Well, but it's not... Do you know I'm, I mean? not I'm not being nasty, and but... Yeah, but it's not It's not to like, obviously slight him, but right. he's never, ever been given... He was always if- just shoehorned into the role of there's a guy coming up, and again, NXT, but well, that's, that's kind of how it felt, right, at one point. But there's yeah. a guy coming up through NXT, they go through you. It's, it's always there to sort of help someone along and... You know, he never got a fair shake, and I think unfortunately a lot of these NXT guys, this is what happens to them. But it also has the feel of
0: they don't think anyone watches NXT.
1: Well, which is, I mean, obvious, and we're going to be true at the minute. It is true, but I mean, we're we're going to touch on this uh, at some point. We just want to let NXT 2.0 run for a bit longer before maybe compiling uh, something we can really talk about on it at the moment. But yeah, I mean, NXT 2.0, what they. I I feel that Bron Breaker when he comes up, if if he's around long enough, uh, when he comes up, they probably will push him a bit more. But he's a Vince McMahon creation.
0: Yeah, it's just funny that they won't call him Steiner, but they do Steiner stuff. Yeah. Like um, did you watch? Did you see what happened on them, um, Halloween Havoc?
1: No, not seen it. I don't. I literally don't watch product.
0: It's not. It's not like they did. They had Chucky because they there's a Chucky thing on um. USA. Right. Network. And they had him a bone breaker. Okay. To, a, but they wouldn't admit. Oh, he he's he done stuff with Scott Steiner, Chucky in the past, and mm. Rick Steiner. It's like,
1: it's like just nods, isn't it? But without yeah. saying it for some stupid it's, reason. It's for it's for the people. It's, Rick Steiner's not hired by WWE, therefore he doesn't exist. Basically, no. And that's how the. I think because of, of Scott
0: Steiner's problems with Triple H. Ma oh, maybe,
1: but but um, yeah, it's... but what a wasted opportunity with Carrion. What an absolute wasted opportunity for him and Scarlett. But Scarlett said, like you know, within hours, really, of her being released, she was um, approached by, I think, for a sort of model or a magazine cover or something, and she's oh she'll she'll get work. Oh shit! They'll obviously. both get work. There's no doubt about it. To be honest, it's a blessing in disguise. It it sucks because they've lost the job, but at the same time they are going to be fine no matter where they go. And if anything, WWE almost does them a favour by booking them into these ridiculous situations, like what they did yeah. with Carrion, because it makes people, that are actual fans of him that will follow him wherever he goes, so much more excited to see him come back rejuvenated.
0: Yeah, and he's just saying, he's just saying in a few years that most of these might not come back. I know, I know it's not probably going to happen.
1: Some probably... Yeah, but some might. I mean, Joe was an example of that, wasn't they? I mean, Triple H, I think, re-signed Joe pretty quick. Yeah,
0: well, that's the thing. The last couple of times they've done this, they brought someone back.
1: Not well, like, Not like, every time.
0: Yeah, but not, like, yeah, but we had to be with Drake Maverick.
1: Yeah, Drake and Joe. But still, and, though, what's the point in doing it in the first place? That just goes to show that not everybody's looked at this properly. Because... And to hon- rehire someone back is basically saying, well, we've made a mistake there.
0: And honestly, I'm surprised Joe hasn't gone again because since he won a title... Well, since he won a title, he's again, disappeared again. I don't know where it
1: leaves a lot of the NXT guys that um, are over 30, but we, we said this before, but that seems to be the direction they want to go in is that they want these younger guys now. They want more younger guys. And no, no, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But I,
0: don't have, I don't have a problem with that. But you do need people to experience.
1: You do need people to experience. And and they've got that. But the problem is, is that they've got such a bloated roster... And that has accumulated over the past decade, probably more, where they haven't really made many cuts. And so they are happening a lot now. But that's their fault for trying to hoard all the talent. And that was the problem with having a monopoly over the business for so long. I mean, you could argue that it's easier maybe for people to get work now because obviously... AEW's here now but
0: apart from me goes AEW's going to be that monopoly now
1: But well AEW's going to be a problem where they can't hire everybody because not, they're already getting not, a bit of a bloated that. roster
0: how many times have they had, they've been in partnership with companies and they've had their titles
1: sure but then at the same time I know, I know if, it, if that's but, but at the same time that other companies obviously agree into this happening
0: yeah but it's
1: the the wrong person
0: won the uh, impact title off Omega for me. I, we don't know what the A, the AAA stuff with FTR is going to be. How that's going to finish. It'll probably be Lucha
1: Brothers. Potentially.
0: We don't know who's going to win the Mega um AAA title.
1: It's one of those, we have to wait and see how that one plays out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as long as they don't make the same mistakes WWE's done by just trying to buy everybody out.
0: But, I don't think they're going to buy them out. It's, it,
1: cause but it's making people look weaker. Yeah. Is what you, yeah. I think I can see that to a degree. But... Yeah, you know, to my original point, saying that it technically you can argue it's easier to get work now, but we're coming on to after the WWE releases, but the whole Ring of Honor situation. Yeah, that's a whole other place now where you can't go, or at least not at the moment. No, well, so
0: they did. They did say they'll be probably coming back around menu weekend, which
1: yeah, which actually probably takes people a little bit past the ninety day no compete, which not all of these guys have. The no, NXT guys. With the exception, I think, of Only Lawken and probably Ember Moon. Um, the NXT Scarlet, guys are Scarlet's only... Scarlett's got 30 days. She's got 30 day, But everyone else has the 90 day, which, of course, they do get paid Unless for. Unless
0: they've done a um, Malachi Black situation.
1: For well, God. which they messed up with, but that was hilarious. But yeah, massively dropped the ball. And if you talk about massively dropping the ball, we'll go into Keith Lee. Yeah. Keith Bearcat Lee, the new gimmick for him. Yeah. Strip uh, away everything again that made Keith Lee so great. Not to, and that's not to say that he wouldn't have been great in this gimmick, but we never got to see where this went. This is exactly like what you just mentioned there with Malachi. Mm. He comes into TV, we're about to build an angle, poof, he's gone. What's the point in doing it?
0: Well, it was, it was weird because I thought he was going to be a heel, but he was. Yeah. his last match, I think, was against Cedric Alexander, who's a heel. Well,
1: that doesn't really mean an awful lot, though. Not at this really, point. but.
0: Because one, uh, never rumor was it was his idea to call himself that, and then once he gets released, no, it's not.
1: Mm. It's hard to know sometimes what's true and what's not. It's but... like with
0: Adam Cole. One well, minute, yeah, one, one minute it's this minute. It's like, oh, he was gonna be manager. Manager. Next minute, oh no, I wasn't gonna be. I've never been told that. And the next minute, oh, it, it was gonna
1: happen. Like, well, it's it's one of those just because they say they didn't know about it doesn't mean that it wasn't true. And I think that was the Adam Cole situation because we said about it, then he debunked it, but not really debunked it, just that it wasn't something that was told to him directly. Yeah. But actually it seems to have enough weight that it seems like that was actually true. But the Keith Lee thing... Now, Keith Lee, not featured very heavily recently, but again, he'd taken time off, I think, similar to what Nia Jax was saying with the whole, you know, for health reasons. yeah um he had to take time off and Mia Yim supposedly doing that the same because i mean she she was last on tv wrestling in distribution 2020 december i want to say it was the
0: same time when her mask came off and they didn't say oh look it's Mia Yim
1: yeah exactly so i mean nearly a year since she's even been on tv so she never even got a fair shake and um although her nxt run didn't really do much for me at the time no. like she's still a talent i preferred her elsewhere i want to say
0: i'd I don't want to sound like I've been negative about her but her I'd say her she had probably the weakest of the uh, NXT women's title matches that Shona had
1: yeah yeah but again I mean, it had its moment but it wasn't like um, but that's not to say that we weren't going to see more from her no. that's you know one match like that shouldn't be what you judge people on its it's, a, oh, nice. it's got to build over time isn't it and then again like handcuffs on with the retribution stuff which again had a lot of potential and you know what happened to that in the end um,
0: uh, I can't even fucking remember. Well, exactly. You know, I just remember they left Ali and that was it. Exactly.
1: But so, you know, not a fair shake of it. But hers and Keith Lee's situation, very similar to Cross and Scarlet, in the sense that it's a couple yeah. that's been released. So, you know, that's a whole household that has to find work. And although, again, like there's, I, there's no doubt they'll get picked up. No doubt. Oh, definitely. They're... But it's the idea that, like, WWE will do that to a household. And I think that's, what, that's what's shit. That's shocking. That really is shocking. Like, a lot of people have said the same thing. But when people, obviously, are moving to um, be in the WWE, whether it be NXT, the main roster, whatever you want to do, a lot of people are having to uproot their lives and move to, I guess, the Florida location. Yeah. Because of where, obviously, NXT's situation. Well, in the performance center. But... You know, there's a whole household and there are people, and this is why the NXT ones, although we're not talking about them so much because you know, and it's not any knock on them again, but they're so new we haven't seen anything from them. No. It's hard to like get as invested in them as people, uh well, as characters really I should say. But as people, you know, they've probably only just finished unboxing their bloody stuff. You know, for some of them. Yeah. Like they've probably just moved and now all of a sudden you've got no job. And from the sounds of things, what they want to do going forwards for the NXT 2.0 sort of way they're doing that now is that they want people to basically do like a probationary period is what I've read. So they're going to, I think it's, uh, is it. Th- I think it might be three months. I might have had that. I might have got that wrong, but I was reading It's It's around, it's, for example, it's about a three month trial period. And if they're no good within that time, then they don't continue. Right. If they are. I think they move into NXT, um, and they and they start building them there. That's my understanding of it. But essentially, that's it's for definite. It's a probationary period, is what's mm-hmm. been reported. But you imagine, right? You can't travel every day if you live at the other side of the country.
0: Yeah,
1: you, that's impossible. You can't do that every day. Now there are going to be some that will jump in their car and they'll make the hours and hours drive. People they say about it all the time back in the older days. And even, you know, some of the newer ones now, it's a lot of driving and they would do it because they want it. Yeah. But for a lot of people, they've got no choice. They have to uproot and they have to move to Florida. Imagine moving to Florida and you fail that probationary period. Mm. Now what should they? They've not made it easy on themselves to try and get this talent and they don't want people from the indies anymore anyway.
0: No, because um, someone has to sign for Impact. I think it's uh, Mike Speedball might be getting that name wrong he was gonna sign but then they changed their policy so he went to impact wow it's crazy though isn't it i mean it's just a big risk and sometimes they they will pay off but sometimes they just won't that's the way that's the way it is
1: unfortunately that's the way it is in pro wrestling i think that's probably the way it's always been but it's different now wwe was the place to go there was no doubt about it it was the place to go and work for at this point, I don't know why anyone would want to go there. The money, I know you say the I money. I don't think money, though. Well, I think for a lot of people, it probably is the money. But it's certainly not job security. And, no. and because of that factor there, the money becomes less enticing because how long am I going to have that money for? Okay. And if you're in their position where you need to go and do your tryouts and everything, you've got to prove yourself and you're an unknown, complete unknown. And you might not have what Vince wants in you and let's face it a lot of this looks like it's weight stuff because the Bronson Reed thing looks like it was a weight thing the Keith Lee thing a weight thing and it goes back to what we said um, ages and ages ago when Vince was sending people like of big men yeah. to the performance and centre and it was funny because we
0: would I can't remember what episode it was I think it was a roll up and we talked about it and the moment we finished recording it was yeah I went on my phone Keith Lee
1: Keith Lee was one of the names.
0: I was like... Because we didn't know who any of them were. We spec- I think we said Keith Lee.
1: I think we speculated on Omos.
0: Yeah, and he was one of them. And and
1: and, it, and to be fair, that's a fair shout at the minute because he is still quite... You I mean, know, he can't be on one his one own. One. Oh, this was one, yeah. I can't remember who was. I think I can't remember who it was. Ridiculous, but... though. These are guys that can work. Yeah. They can work as... But they, they were sent down to work as big men. And I think because obviously Keith Lee can do incredible things for a guy his size... But, again, you want to strip that away from him and make him a generic big man. Wow, great. No one wants to see that. No. But I saw recently about, you know, the whole Kevin Owens thing when he, he went backstage after Mania with his match with Jericho. Oh, yeah. And Vince hated the match. Apparently, Vince told him it was the worst WrestleMania match he'd ever seen. And although... It, it, yeah, I know, that's that sinking. And although... Um, obviously, that wouldn't have been the case... I think it sounds like from what Jericho was saying, I think it was on Inside the Ropes, an interview they did there, but uh, Jericho basically said that sometimes Vince will have it in for you for a while and he seems to think that it was, to do, again, to do with Owen's weight. That, he did, yeah, When I saw him, it did look uh, a bit leaner. But yeah, but 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 what does it matter? It what does it matter? Nobody cares. Vince is the only person, seemingly, that seems to give a shit about this. No one cares the fact that Owens can go in there and do things that jacked up Vince in '99 couldn't do. Yeah, he threw himself off a cage and did things he didn't need to do as the owner of the company. Not going to take that away from him, no. But the fact is, the guys out there, if you can't make money with a Keith Lee, a Kevin Owens, and you can because you can't get past the fact that they're bigger than you want them to be weight wise. Then you're an idiot. Did, did you also Where's the creative genius? Where is Vince's creative genius? Well, do you also think, because he's had the history
0: of Yokozuna, I know it's different, uh, it's a long time ago.
1: I know, you know the Yokozuna, Yokozuna thing, I know. I know what you say, I know what you mean, but...
0: But, because, obviously, back in 1994 and 90, uh What was it, 95, 96, he was... I think you have to I take know, into
1: consideration, I, though, Yokozuna was Samoan, part of the Samoan heritage. But that wasn't as
0: big as it is now, I'd say. Imagine if he tried in the eighties to say, Andre, you just try and lose some weight, mate.
1: Yeah, but Andre was yeah, but Andre's condition he he kept growing. I mean, there's literally, I mean, Andre literally genetically could not stop growing.
0: Yeah, and Big Show he did lose the weight after after he left in towards 2006.
1: Yeah, when he came back for 2008, he he was leaner. And then more recently, before he left WWE again, he was in good good shape. Yeah, Mark Henry was the same. Yeah but uh, it seems to be though bigger guys that can be athletic that's what he's got an issue with it's
0: not and plus it's not, their, it's not their style to have a big man who can do anything I know <laughs> I know Vader I know. Vader yeah he did moonsaults could you imagine Vince telling Vader to
1: oh, lose Vader some weight Vader would have put his head through the wall
0: I know that I know they had problems it's been documented they had problems before he left Vader wow with like
1: the weight. Remember those big, fat piece of shit? Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what the issue was. It gets me heart thinking about it, to be honest with you. I know, I can feel it. <laughs> but I um, it's just frustrating because you can't invest in anybody in WWE anymore. And like I say, there's no credibility. There's no credibility because you can't build anybody properly, or, or at least it's a very select few people that they do. But you can't... How can you invest in anything? You can't invest in characters. No. Stephanie recently came out and said about the Marvel thing. Have you seen that? She's uh, compared them to Marvel characters that they're their own brand. And I think
0: I saw that, but I didn't I just don't read into that.
1: I mean, you know, unless Marvel is going to wish all of their superheroes the best in their future endeavors. I can't see how that's true. Well, we thought we did in um, Infinity War. That's true. <laughs> um. How you can't invest in anything, and even when people aren't being released, they drop storylines like left, right, and center with no explanation. Oh, definitely, that's happened
0: too, way too many way times.
1: too many times. You know, but it's it's just it's really really rubbish. And obviously, there's a lot of other people on that list that were released. They're all going to do fine. Trey Baxter, formerly well, I say formerly is now again. Yeah, Blake Christian, and I mean, what? he he got booked. Like within hours, didn't he? He's going to I be showing so. up for a couple of dates in GCW, so he'll be back there. Yeah, once again as Blake Christian, so he'll be good to. And again, he was one of those didn't get to see what he was capable of. But his partner, his partner is one of the rare ones is still there. His partner being Cora Jade. Uh, so they haven't heard go yet. I say yet. Oh, yeah, it's a horrible thing to say. Hopefully they won't, because she's doing quite well, I think. But I just, I just don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I think bottom line. Budget cuts is a really, really dumb reason to state, and it's a bullshit reason. Yeah,
0: it's, uh, like I said, it's no budget cuts. When no. you make, when you make what, what would you say was two hundred forty-six million? Qu- quarter Quarterly. of a billion. Yeah. A
1: quarter of a billion dollars. And then, no. but again, this it further sparks more rumours to the R. W. W. E. Setting up to sell. Although you've got these these profits, and they're better than what you thought they would be, and projected to be even better still even more now with the releases, but um, if your company's worth more because it's making so much more money, presumably you can sell it on for you know a, a higher price when it comes to it. Maybe that's what they're doing.
0: I, well, well, we'll see anyway.
1: The rumours <laughs> are always going to be there, I think, gonna aren't be they? There. They're always going to be there, but they, they, the, fames are, the flames are fanned more so with stuff like this, I feel. But then bringing in all these new guys and setting up this new thing seems to... I don't know. It's tricky. It's tricky. It's the fact
0: that they went to Peacock, which NBC, which they're not on. They're not on that channel or station. I'm not sure if it's... I'm I'm not sure
1: if they own USA. They're looking at that. I mean, there's some changes coming to that by the looks of it as well. Nothing to report on that at the moment. But when we get some news on that, we'll certainly discuss that. But it looks like we're having a similar thing that's going to happen over here as well. Yeah. So, more news on that as that develops. But, yeah, regarding these recent WWE releases, uh, wow. Well, there's nothing really that's that's not been said elsewhere that wouldn't convey how we feel about it, is there? But it's one of those, just, again, wish everybody the best, genuinely. They're all going to be fine, yeah. no doubt. Um, it's really, really bad. And, again, that's if the vaccination status thing is untrue. But
0: I'm just waiting for Eva to be challenging... Uh, for the AEW <laughs> TBS
1: title, <laughs> Eva Marie. I don't know what happened to Eva. I mean, she'll be one of those again. Whether I'm she sure. pops up somewhere else in wrestling, I don't know. But
0: oh, she'll get she get the magazine she wasn't,
1: shoots and all that kind she, of stuff. a hundred percent she will. I mean, yeah, she's a very very attractive woman. <laughs> you know, she's she's gonna be fine. But yeah. again, she didn't get a lot of. Uh, I think she get the red carpet from the fans shall we say when she was brought in yeah. but again bad timing because it was immediately following other releases I think it was following like Peyton Royce and Billy Kay and yeah and I'm just who are now Impact Knockouts champions tag team think, champions yeah. so you know they've, they're they doing really really well and fair play to them I love them they're great uh, but you know again what was the point in bringing her in attention media attention I don't know well, I don't know but in terms of women, on a serious note, I think if AEW is going to pick up any of those women, Ember Moon for me. i number one. Ember Moon would would absolutely... It should be like a Ruby Soho, I think, in terms of just padding out that roster a bit more with, again, the experience that you need from established stars. But there are some women there that, you know, they I think they are going to do really well, but they need, they need other women around them yeah. that are experienced like Ruby... An Ember Moon would be great. Thunder Rose not been resting that long, but Thunder Rose is another one. She's fantastic in the ropes. You need people like that in your locker room, I think, definitely.
0: just to... It's just, the, I think the problem they had with Ember was the injuries and she was out for so long. And.
1: But again, I think a lighter schedule, no matter where she goes, it's, it's going to be lighter than what WWE uh, was. Definitely. You know, I think hopefully that will help her. Because that was uh, an issue Hideo Itami or, you know... Kent uh, Kenta, Kenta the, had had. The
0: new... IWPG US champion.
1: Yeah. Which really should have probably happened
0: to take out of a really moxie, pro- yeah. but,
1: you know, here we are. But yeah, sad news, isn't it? And um, we're going to continue that sad news. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this is what I'm saying about Michael Bublé. We come out of the woodwork for this. Yeah. But yeah, sad news with Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah. Uh, something I f- thought wouldn't... I don't think it would... I thought for years we all thought this was going to happen with Impact not with Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor's owners are are pretty I think I think they got a lot of money or at least they had before
1: yeah whatever yeah it's this is a really strange situation And you remember at the start of the year we'd done our um, you know we had a look back at 2020 and we had some things that we kind of wanted to see or hope we were going to see for 2021 and One of mine was that, you know, we'll see Ring of Honor maybe branch out with maybe more television deals. Just get themselves more exposure. Ring of Honor is such an underrated product. Everybody that is like a... Everyone from the hardcore wrestling fan to maybe even just like the casual wrestling fan these days will know who Ring of Honor is. Yeah. But in terms of the the eyes on the product, it's one of those more people know about Ring of Honor than they do watch it. Definitely and that's a shame because Ring of Honor is, is Ring of Honor's never really been at a low low point in terms of the the talent the no, in-ring stories they've and always, they've always had names yeah yeah I think the biggest problem for them has always been that those names have eventually been snapped up by WWE
0: yeah but yeah like everyone thought Impact for so many years was going to be the one that of the um, uh, starters off from WCW and ECW would be the one to go first
1: yeah because of yeah they're not quite out of business, though. They've. Well, I no. think they've just released the entire roster, and well, they'll be starting afresh again, like you say, probably around April time in twenty twenty two. So,
0: what what I'm sure has happened is not everyone had a contract. It was like you would be. It'd be per appearances for some people, right? But this is a contract. Well, you got like your champion like Bandito, and you have because because it, it was it was. TCO was going to leave anyway. He announced months ago that he was leaving at the end of the contract.
1: Was, he in the, was that that he was leaving or was that he retiring? I think he was leaving. I'm not sure right. about retiring, but he,
0: but before the announcement, you had the Briscoes appear at GCW and being the champions. And you've got... You had Bandito who was going to be doing some shows. Yeah. I'm not sure that was before
1: or after, but yeah. It's, it's sad. Again, it's just sad news, but hopefully next year they pick it all up again and you know go strong but obviously we've got final battle coming up uh on saturday the 11th of december so another saturday one for us oh, which is good yeah mm-hmm. um especially where again i don't know what the card's necessarily going to look like at the moment i yeah, suppose it's, it's-, it's- going to be subject to change
0: yeah because it's going to be weird do you do title matches and have people win the title or are you going to have because they've just recently had the women's
1: title aren't they really really recently that's come in yeah you know with that whole tournament and everything and i don't know i mean hopefully uh hopefully it's kind of a reset that you know by the time they come back around to putting on shows again Mm -hmm. hopefully the reset will just rejuvenate the whole product and get more eyes on it you know people hopefully will be like oh right ring of honor's back let's see what they're doing you know really just change it all up use the time hopefully to just I mean, become a big player. Because actually, one of the biggest problems that probably would plague them before was what I said before about WWE snapping up the the roster. Whereas now, with WWE's current kind of business model, that doesn't look like that's probably going to be a concern anymore. No. If they're not interested in guys from the Indies. So, you know, realistically, um, AEW doesn't do always contracts. They've got different types of contracts. Obviously, when you get the whole so-and-so is all elite, yeah. I think Even that's though, one of their, like, main contracts where they're signed to the company. But a lot of people are just sort of there. And I think it's a similar sort of thing. I don't know whether they get paid per appearance or or what it may be, but they're, like, kind of lower-level, lower-tier contracts. Yeah. And but they're it, still able was, to go off and do a lot of other things. But
0: it also did feel weird when, like, Thunder Rosa had been on TV, like, every show, like, six uh, months. That's what I mean,
1: yeah. She was on one of those contracts until it became... But, again, I suppose the NWA... Uh, situation was at play there as well because yeah. we didn't really know what was going to happen with them. Um,
0: but going back to the Final Battle show, yeah. part of me thinks they're going to bring in people like maybe a punk. Maybe. Oh, maybe do you know what? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe they'll bring in Christopher Daniels.
1: Daniels is a very. I mean, I can 100% see Daniels appearing. I, he showed up on Impact recently, of course. There's yeah. still that. Partnership, which doesn't seem is is fully there now. No, I though, think it's between... gone.
0: I think it's gone quiet for now. That's why Christian lost the title.
1: Yeah, and of course, while we're not seeing Don Callis appear with Kenny anymore,
0: no, and the Good Brothers on. Impact. Well, the, the Good Brothers
1: never did anything on AEW anyway. Not really. Um, I always found it quite funny when you would be in the ring cutting the promos. You know, when Adam Cole uh, debuted on Dynamite. Yeah. For the Dynamite debut, and I, th- I think it was it was the, the Dynamite after. Uh, all out and he was saying about the young bucks being the best tag team in the world whilst the good brothers were stood in the ring <laughs> which is and, and you just see their reaction like what about us
0: <laughs> well i'm not a fan of beyond bucks but i prefer them overly good brothers anyway
1: Nah, uh, yeah i think so i mean i prefer good brothers just have never seemed to hit their stride since new japan
0: no because it was they were talking about the um Video library was that for sale, which I don't know. If it's uh, true or not.
1: I think uh, looking at that, I don't think it is. They've reported it's not. I mean, because they actually own there was some debate once that it was only because there's like two halves of that video library, so anything from 2012.
0: Yeah, because it's a different,
1: yeah, but actually, I think they own the whole lot it, from the very beginning in 2002. So that's a really, really, really rich video library. The only danger at that, I mean, I, I would imagine, like a WWE probably looks at that and goes, "Yep, we well, want that. Network, we would want you? that on the network
0: because obviously they've got the um, progress. They've got WXW. They've got um, ICW.
1: They've got a lot of those. But then they actually went into business with those companies, didn't yeah. they? So but it's the, cause I, I don't know how that works now, because, though. By the way,
0: because it's easier to say the pre Seth Rollins era, Tyler Black stuff." Mm. I don't know if they would... Because we don't know what some Zayn's contract's like. So I don't know if they would have Generico stuff.
1: Well, but I think in general, they seemed, at one point, they seemed to be quite keen on the idea of having all that old footage because it was their guys... like You know, they're, they're guys that are featured now. Yeah. Um, so they'd want that on their own network.
0: Yeah, because the Evolve stuff as well.
1: The Evolve stuff. And to be honest, it's one of the best things about the network is that you get those those shows on there yeah. but with rumors that AEW are looking to have their own network type sort of deal within the next sort of couple of years.
0: So does that mean that all the YouTube stuff's going to go onto their network?
1: Potentially I, w- I wouldn't have thought I mean if you've got your own I wouldn't have seen why not but then it's not as easy as all that I mean WWE currently have I think multiple lawsuits that they're settling at the moment I-, I know one of them is to do with like some of the software or something they're using for the network. They don't have the rights to use it or something like that. Which I, I've not read into fully, but I imagine that's something along the lines of you know downloading an illegal copy of Photoshop or something. Probably. You know what I mean? Like they're they're using something they don't actually own the rights to. Is is what I what kind of got from it? But you know, AEW would have to like you know that's a lot of money if they're going to go through and do their own network and they need to have the material. They need to have the you know enough on there, and I think going back to what you said before about you know concern that maybe AW takes over a monopoly in the industry, that would be maybe one of the first steps that could be point towards it. You know, if they acquired Ring of Honor's video library, and this is all what if, yeah, I'm, you know, this is all what if, and it's it's not like there's any rumors. I don't think at the moment that that's going to happen, but as a hypothetical, if if they did and they put that on their network, yes, it would be a great network to own. Just Purely for the reason you get Ring of Honor and AEW, but then what does that mean for Ring of Honor?
0: Well, it's um, Manacal Black is also a PWD tag champion.
1: PWG, yeah.
0: But I don't know. I'd rather have them PWG with AEW because I think that's more their. They've got the history.
1: Well, there is history, though. I mean, with Excalibur as well. The young, um, that's
0: how the Young Bucks really got found out. Yeah, that's how we, That's how you sort of like Adam Cole
1: PWG is another really underrated one more so than Ring of Honor
0: I, I I prefer PWG to Impact and Ring of Honor personally but I
1: think to maybe current Ring of Honor but yeah. you can't I mean Ring but, of Honor between 2005 and probably 10 was that was like peak for me Ring of Honor don't
0: forget Ring of Honor did help AM with the all in
1: that is true yeah
0: I know it was New Japan more, but Ring of Honor did help.
1: So again, I don't know where New Japan stands on the whole Ring of Honor situation because of the deals.
0: I don't know because it seems like Impact have got the better deal.
1: Uh, yeah, but they probably well they got the they got more money.
0: Yeah, and they've got they've got the better names, you would say, because they've got mm-hmm. um, Jay White. I don't know if he's have he done much there, but I don't think so. Because they've just you know he's gone back to Japan. Suzuki's been wrestling pre-taped stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, I suppose New Japan are going to be concentrating now on Wrestle Kingdom 16, because that's going to be coming up in January, isn't it? And that's now, I think, pegged to be a three-day event. It is. So, you know, never to be outdone by WWE. WWE moves to two nights, so Wrestle Kingdom's going to move to three. Whether or not that's going to be a bit too much, I don't know. Well, it depends,
0: because...
1: But yeah, we'll see what happens with Ring of Honor, but... Hopefully they'll come back, like I say, rejuvenated and ready to kick some, some ass, really. Yeah. But yeah. Well, finally, our final topic of the day is Cody. Cody Rhodes is now being booed a lot. So the question for you, Ash, is this a work? Um, on on Cody's part, is this a work?
0: I don't really, I don't really know, to be honest. What's your gut? I got a feeling, in his mind, with the booing, he's now called Cody Cena.
1: Well, they made this this reference already. I think Tony said that they feel like it's the same as John Cena. I don't think. I think there's some truth to it, but I don't think it is quite the same. Um, I don't think it is quite the same. Cena wasn't a founding member of the WWE, no. for one, and that plays a big role. But the Cody thing. I want to say that it's a work because if it is a work, then it'll be great for him to turn heel. But it's really it's tricky to, to tell, and that's why it's hard to approach this because if it's a work, the more we moan about it, the more we've been worked, and actually, the better that work has become. So actually, that's that's really good on him, isn't it? Well, but on the other hand, if it's not.
0: It's because we got in full gear. I'm sure it's him and Pac against Andrade and uh, you think they're building towards a tag? I think have, I think that's a tag. I might be wrong. I was hoping
1: for a four way, if I'm honest, but I guess a tag probably makes more sense at this tag
0: And there's a possibility that it could turn heel on Pac, but why would
1: you but why? Yeah, is that the place you'd do it? I would say probably not,
0: especially when you've got. Arn Anderson doing the promos about you know, armed, shooting people. Armed Anderson. Wow. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. What did you make of that promo?
0: I laughed, but I'm not sure I was meant to
1: laugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, it, I think anyone was meant to laugh. Because
0: a part of me was going, can you really say that you'd shoot someone on TV?
1: I mean, I know. Even, yeah.
0: Even though it's wrestling and wrestling's not real.
1: I mean, we're don't shoot me, are Yeah, we're we're po- it's very much uh, moved on now from the Brian Pillman has a gun segment.
0: Yeah, it's not like he's it's not like he's actually got a gun on him.
1: No, but, but it's the implication, yeah, and it's that you'd kill someone. I get the the idea behind the promo is talking about that killer instinct, but it's just again, it just felt really out of place. Like it just it was really hard. The best thing to come out of it is the. Obviously, you know he turned himself into a meme. Yeah, you know he's now armed Anderson. Funny that his son's called Brock because now he's Glock Anderson.
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, if he was serious, why didn't you join the gun club?
1: <laughs> Literally, I, I think. Yeah, what happened to that? I don't watch. I Dark or Elevation. But yeah, man, I, I it's there's a lot. There's a lot to kind of maybe look at when you're looking at the Cody Rhodes... Is it a work? Is it not? Situation because even going back to the Antony Ogogo feud and this whole just weird man, it was really, it just felt really kind of tone deaf for me. And that whole angle didn't do much for me anyway. No. Because even the whole making it about America versus the UK, like, well, why? Like, what was the um, I don't like the country versus country thing in wrestling. It's it might bit, have worked 20, 30 years but ago, but it
0: happened since. This- End of the Second World War, but
1: oh, I know. But I it's my goodness. Are we, I'm done with it. I know
0: it's different for us because we're British, and obviously we, we support a go go and any British rest the rear, even if
1: we don't like. No, them. I wouldn't have done if if I was if I was into Cody at the time. I'd have still been rooting for Cody. But uh, it's, I, I don't I don't, if, I don't know where this like mindset is—is is that like we will cheer anybody if they're from our home country? Because the Americans aren't doing that, are they? They don't just cheer everybody because they're American. Yeah, they do. They don't. Of course, they don't. You're going to boo people. Yeah, but how They're many... booing Cody. <laughs>
0: it's just it's but
1: it's it's weird. I don't I don't get it. I, I was not into that programme and then obviously this whole Road to the Top reality show that he's got going for him now, that doesn't work for me either on many, many levels. I don't like what I've seen of it. I won't watch any more of it. Well um stop trying to broadcast that I don't want to keep being reminded, Cody, that like what we're watching isn't real. I don't want to keep being reminded of it. Like, let's just get into the product. And obviously, then more recently, he did the whole because of the whole Malachi Black situation. He cut that promo, which started off pretty good. And at face value, you think, oh, that was an interesting, you know, another good Cody promo because he is he can drop some good zingers. You yeah. know, he does he does fire out some good promos. But this whole the one he did recently about you know I hear you, um, but turn and is the easy route and you know you might not like me but i love you sort of thing it's i i didn't overly like that promo just for the reason that he didn't actually like nothing really of of note was really said other than i won't turn heel even if you want me to which again if you couple it with the fact that cody's openly going out there with these shows like you know oh well wrestling is predetermined and scripted and you know, these are the parts we play. It's basically Cody saying, like, "I'm not going to play the part you want me to," which is going to get him further booed. And I know Cena did something along those lines, like many, many, many years after the booing started for him, with the whole, "Oh, look, maybe I'll do a heel turn." And He did the yeah, but know. that got cheered. But that got cheered. But I, but again, it was it was done different. It was different. Yeah, Cody's thing. I just think it's so clear that he he should go heel, um, and that's why again I, I'm hoping that it is all a work. And that he does move into it because the whole, even his outfit, you know, that he comes out within the entrance, and we'll talk about the entrance in full now. But the the costumes alone are Homelander for the Amazon series The Boys. Yeah. For anyone who's seen that, obviously Homelander is the the hero in that that you know thinks that he's loved by everybody, but actually he's not. And I thought you know obviously Cody's self aware enough to to address that with his attire, but. Even with the tunnels, then, for the entrance, you have heels. Suppose I mean, more often than not, heels come out of one tunnel and faces come out the other. Yeah. And Brandy has come out of the heel one a few times, so I thought that was a subtle nod. Um, she did for the one in the Cody Malachi Black 2 in New York when she came out. Um, but, you know, even the fact that he comes in the middle... Could be a nod that, you know, he's a tweener.
0: I don't like that.
1: But I don't know. Exactly. I don't. That's a heelish move. He gets the grandest entrance out of everybody. He gets all of the pyro that they have. Like, absolutely everything goes off. Yeah. This That weird, like... At the beginning. Come on, Cody. He's a phenomenal in-ring talent, but get away. That's not... (laughs) it's not it's not it's not a face move
0: would it would it help if they start making him feud with people that the crowd like
1: i think the only reason people don't like that is because he tends to go over and this is what people's concern with was the malachi black thing which i want to clear up now i'm not necessarily bothered that that he lost uh, that he he won the third one because in a storyline sense they you know how else can you book it he has to get a win somewhere. But when, if if it was...
0: I didn't like the fact he won the third one. If he'd won a second one, I know people would have been upset, but it would have made sense to do a third one. What's the point of doing a third one?
1: Well, I think the third one, yeah, exactly. But then the third one, then you could have maybe, you know, held off to full gear for and do it at a pay-per-view. I don't... Necessarily mind that he even won that third one, basically. You know, basically because Malachi has been saving that. In look, it's not about winning; it's about I've I've ruined you. So they, they do a good job of playing this all in, but I just for me, we say about Cena, and we'll, we'll, let's talk about those comparisons now. Then, and if there are genuine comparisons, but there. Cena got cheered. So Cena, well, Cody is getting cheered still as well. This this last Dynamite, he was getting. That there were cheers trying to outpower the booze, so. But is that pl- that could be based on where you are?
0: Yeah, could is that it could be a plant type thing? I don't know if they do that. No,
1: I, I would know, I wouldn't have thought so. I where, do, where, where If was this, you look online, there's genuine. Was it Boston? Was it? I think no, Boston
0: you, was Boston was a week or two before that.
1: Okay. Oh, it was St Louis. St Louis, it was.
0: Uh, maybe dynamite just gone with St Louis. I'm maybe, sure. Maybe Dusty was
1: a name there i think regardless there's a lot of people that still love cody Rhodes, and you know whether you like it or not he is responsible to a large degree of, of AEW existing in the first place and which i've said before you have to have respect there you know cody is one of the key components of it but i don't like the cody feuds like that's been what's boring for me the fact that he's going over is often annoying but um it's only because he goes over as a face. If he was going over as a heel, you wouldn't care as much. But it's the fact. Like I don't think he's buried anybody. I know that that's a big thing, but I I wouldn't say Cody's buried anyone. He hasn't buried Malachi Black. He hasn't. No. He didn't bury a Go Go. He buried that entire program because it, with that stupid promo. Um, he hasn't buried. I don't think any of his opponents. He has good matches with them, but it's just. You know, being the first TNT champion of beating Lance, I don't think was necessarily that was, the, that was wrong. I don't think that should have, yeah. But then he, but then the whole thing with him and Brody, and looking back at Brody's situation and stuff as well. Yeah. Obviously he takes the title he, back off of Brody. We didn't we, like it because it was so quick. Yeah, but, but
0: at, the, at the time we didn't know what was happening.
1: Exactly. But then he drops it to Derby, which was a good move and made sense from that long sort of story. Yeah, but
0: Darby wasn't a good champion for me.
1: But but that's not on Cody. No, but, but that's not on Cody. It's
0: not Cody. Okay, but I'm just saying, if it was, if it was. If he had dropped it to Miro, the Derby Allen stuff didn't happen, and I would have been.
1: I yeah, I, I I I get what you mean, but I think that's that's a different that's a different story to look at because that's the booking of Darby Allen post beating Cody. At that point in time, Cody dropping the belt to Darby without knowing what the run was going to be like is the right move to do. It could have it, 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 when you've already booked that match to happen. That was the right thing to do. That was the right outcome. It, it could.
0: I would. Taking Brian Cage, but
1: you know, it's all that that's all just armchair booking, what ifs, isn't it? But for Cody, and again, like there is an element of armchair booking to it because you, you everyone's going to look at it and go, Well, I'd rather see this happen, that happen. I try not to do it, but you know, so I'm, I'm not going to do that here, but it I, I can only kind of like just sort of talk about what it is that we are seeing. And the fact is, is that every rivalry for me has been the same thing, it's the nightmare family, which consists of half the population of a state. And then, you know, people are turning on him. But that's part of one part. That, that, that's one rivalry, isn't it? Like, yeah. oh, so-and-so's turned on us, so I've got to get my own back. And then it'll go to so-and-so's assaulted my family, so I'm going to, you know, fight for my family's honour. Then it's so-and-so turned on me, so I'm going to get my own back. Oh, so-and-so's assaulted us, so I'm going to get... You know, it's the same. MJF turned on him. QT turned on him. Malachi Black beats up the whole Nightmare family, so they have to have a fight. Uh, Lance Archer beating up the nightmare family has to have a fight Brody lee in the dark order mm. beats up the nightmare family so i've got to have a fight it's like it's all the same thing cody's not been in anything um post world title match with jericho which still actually started the whole mjf turns on him so we go down that route then you now everything sort of post that has That's been the same years. story yeah it was 2019 cool. full gear 2019 so it's 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 all the same story. That's what bugs me. And that, that's why like now what they're doing, you know, introducing Andrade to it. Um, and now of course, obviously FTR on the pinnacle. So MJF's coming back into it. Um, it's it's different. It's more different than what he's done before, but it, it they're just boring stories for me. The matches. Okay. That, that's fine. But I'm uh, not as interested. You're getting more invested in, in some of these matches because you don't want Cody to whip. And that's what I feel like Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes two was because yeah, people we, all, we were all worried that it was going to happen. Yeah, but he's obviously self-aware to the point where you know even in that in that third one, and he addressed it in that promo. Obviously, he thought about hitting a very different move, but he which, had, yeah gets which the double I thought, he, I thought he was going to do. Yeah, I did. Um, but you know, he turns into the Tiger Driver ninety eight. But everyone thought that was going to be the pedigree, and I I, I think the reason. I am getting more like, oh, please, 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 don't be, uh, don't be a shoot. Please, please, make this all a work. It's because if Cody genuinely, genuinely feels that like, no, I'm not, I'm going to be face. Like it's so detrimental. It's so opposite to what AEW has been putting out there so far. Like they don't do knee jerk reactions, but they do change course based on what the fans want, which is the opposite of what WWE does. I don't think the original plan was Hangman to be the face. No. At this point in time, because if you look back at that uh even revolution last year with him and Kenny versus the Young Bucks and actually the speculation, the story going into it was that can Kenny trust Hangman? He's not really you know, when Hangman was teasing giving Kenny the um what's his finish? Shot? Yeah, the buckshot. You know, Hangman looked like he was going to turn the, turn the heel because of the drinking thing, but that and, got him over.
0: And was it, it was during the pandemic, weren't it? He disappeared for a long time.
1: He's had a few... Yeah. Yeah. And obviously more recently, I think, because he's, obviously his child was born. Yeah. Um, so that's completely fair enough. Um, but, you know, the, the crowd started getting into Hangman, and so we did this eventual build of turning him face and having Omega turn heel, which has worked better.
0: Yeah, because I'm... Wasn't a fan of Omega as a face, to be honest.
1: No, I think he works better it, as a it, heel.
0: It, it, it happens. Most people are better at a certain ways.
1: Yeah, I know. There's always going to be the argument, isn't there? That if Cody turns heel, then he's going to start being chipped.
0: I don't think so. I,
1: I, I think. I, I don't know. It's hard to tell because it depends how he'd act.
0: I know it's diff I know it's also different. But look at Roman. I know it's. I know the heel turns work wonders for him. Well, he doesn't get the cheers that people thought he would when he turned ill.
1: Not now, but then you look at who he's been going against, and that's one of the things that I think they have done right in WWE. Is what they've done with Roman predominantly is that he goes up against guys like Finn Balor, yeah, who are going to be cheered. He goes up against the Kevin Owens who is going to be cheered. You know, so if they make sure that Cody's up against people that like, you know, you actually really want to see them succeed and he beats them, then that's the heel you need to see. But even that has, like. An expiry date to it. Oh, yeah. Because Triple H was doing that as a heel. And people still hated it. Triple H buried <laughs> in the entire WCW roster as a heel. Yeah. And it still didn't mean it was the right thing to do. But I do... So as long as the face still gets their up. Comeuppance... I'm pretty sure, though.
0: This might be just me. Mis- remember. Triple H got cheers when he was doing that run.
1: Yeah, but I think naturally you're always going to get some cheers, but Triple H is, even at that point in time, is someone recognisable, and he's going to be... You know, he's Jay's favourite wrestler. He's going to be someone like you're going to cheer them whether they're face or heel.
0: Yeah. It, if
1: you're really into the character.
0: Even, even... When Sting turned heel in WCW and in TNA, the old TNA days, he still got cheered. When do you when do you get to the point where you stop When you start booing the, the bad guy and start cheering for a good guy
1: I think all of that really now where we are at a current point in time is all subjective because you can't make everybody boo the person you want them to boo and you can't make everyone cheer the person you want them to cheer mm. because we've just come it's we're just at a different point in time and that happened in the attitude area you know it's not like it's a new thing but it's the idea that you can't cheer a face that acts so much like a heel because in real life When you have people that genuinely think they're the good person in a a situation, yet everything they do is there's ego to it. They just come across as really obnoxious. They're not a likeable person. And that's what I mean. You have to make parallels to real-life situations. And if Cody, the character, was a real-life person, had to make a better entrance than everybody else, had to be the centre of attention regardless if they were the best thing going or not, genuinely thinks that they are like the face of the company and he's not he was once but he's not now was he the face i think he was uh, if you look you know go back to the first episode of dynamite which i did last night great reaction for cody and i think it goes back to that whole he's one of the founding members oh my god we've got this alternative to the terrible wwe product and cody is one of the reasons why he gets that reaction and he had that fantastic match with dustin at double yeah, or nothing he had a great match, match with Derby The following show, I think, it was Fight for the Fallen or or um, Fighter Fest. It might have been. It was one of I them. didn't
0: like his match with Jericho, though. It was it was good, but it wasn't.
1: No, but was memorable because it put MJF into the position he needed to be in.
0: And the best part about that, and this might sound bad, is Cody's dive that he missed and landed on his head.
1: Which is, I think he's still, he still still sit on
0: his head. Oh now. yeah, you, you know, but you're gonna never get rid of that stuff because let's be honest we were all worried he was going to put himself as champion as the main champion
1: but that's but how perfect does that work if you're the heel
0: and if he's once he turns heel who's he to say he won't say oh that stuff where I said I'll never change the title I, I lied which
1: absolutely should happen if he turned heel but the, this is where it gets interesting because he even mentions that in that promo mm. where he says you know like I, I made that pact with you all and stuff and it's 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 hard to read, and that's why you know. Actually, in one way, it's a good thing because it's interesting. It's in it's an interesting part. Where when he comes out, it's interesting. What? But at the same time, even as interesting as it is, I still don't like the character, and I I won't support the character because he's not a likable person. Yeah, it's like as, as as the as the character, not Cody as the as the real life human. Don't know what he's like, but that that the character of Cody is not a likable person.
0: AEW is an older audience. We've been through mm. all this stuff. I doubt AW gets. I don't. I, I. don't doubt it, but I don't think they'll get as many newer
1: viewers. Like, you, you get your lapsed viewers back, maybe. Yeah, but even then, there's a point in time where actually, if you was going to get them back, that's probably already happened because we're already two years down the yeah. line. But there is,
0: there is signs. Of, I know it's. I know they're going to say, "Oh, we were up against um, a basketball, or baseball um event." But they are losing fear and vigor. Not massively. But, but yeah. they, are, they are slowly losing.
1: Because they need more. When you tune into Dynamite, and I've been enjoying Dynamite and, Ram, and Rampage recently, but a lot of it is quite samey. CM Punk comes out and cuts a promo. I was gonna, That's I was why saying, I like this Eddie Kingston thing at the minute, because it feels like the first actual program he's going into.
0: But I I was going to say this. It feels like at every show, you see the same, you, you see more people cutting promos than they do restful which is fine I
1: guess. It's fine for a 2 hour show where you need but to how pad many times, it out. How
0: many more times can you uh, you're going to see MJF cut a promo about basically doing the same thing and saying one controversial thing. Yeah. And then he wrestles a jobber.
1: Yeah, I mean even even then MJF's an intri- like you you I like listening to MJF, but then if you it's too much of a good thing, isn't it? It's one of those same as Punk. Yeah. If you keep bringing Punk out every week
0: it, because it feels like with Punk, they have it. They need an excuse to bring him out to do something. They be commentating. He does a promo. He you know, yeah. a tape match on Di- on Rampage. Yeah,
1: know. I agree with that. But you know, AEW needs to work on that for their own people as well. And and Cody is one of those guys that is getting a huge reaction. But, would, but would he, to say that it's cena esque is is not quite accurate at the moment. I don't think.
0: Would we have done the same thing with Omega and the Bucks if they were faces?
1: I think eventually, yeah, because Bucks are again. It's it's one of those things. Like I think they're funny, but they work so much better as a heel because they they come across very heelish. Yeah, look the the Cena thing with Cody. I don't know. I don't even know if it's necessarily a good thing. Even if it's real, e- e- even if that's a genuinely valid co- um, comparison to make, for the reason being, you can argue. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll always respect Cena. Uh, oh, Cena!
0: Cena. It's got more respect over the year. Yeah, definitely. And because people... I guess people are realising... But Britain. how
1: many people stopped watching during that? See, That's this not. is the side of things that we're not looking at. Like, Cena... They pushed Cena so, so, so much during that and people wanted to see something different from him. Mm. How many viewers stopped watching it because of that? I
0: think because the audience was growing up and they didn't have the AEW type...
1: Uh, no, sure, but then they weren't doing anything to because they weren't creating any new talent in that time, and that's why they're in a position no. where they are now because it was just Cena, it was just Orton, like we said. But Cena, oh, yeah, I do absolutely respect him, but the fact is, like, a lot of people would have got bored of that to the point where they did actually stop watching, which yeah. is what people should just do if you don't enjoy it. I don't, but it, now you look at Reigns, yeah, and that's gone on for so long, and that is a much more noticeable drop in viewers for the product. And that's not fair to put it all on Reigns, but that was a big part of it when he's meant to be the guy that you're supposed to be pushing as the guy. Remember Samoa Joe, match at Backlash, and people were just walking out, well, chanting, beat the traffic. That happened on Rampage. So, so, but, yeah. But this is the trouble. Nobody, WWE's not the only one that does it, and AEW could be in danger of doing it as but well. But the problem with,
0: the, the reason I think of that happened on Rampage was they do Dark, Dark elevation, Dynamite, and
1: Rampage. That's a lot. It's a lot that's to sit lot. through. It's a hell of a lot to sit through. I think now they they do dark in, in that different venue now though, don't they? Yeah. But you know, look, it, and it took so so long to put Reigns like where he is now and and look, now look what he's doing. He's great. It and works film, for him. And film figures are pretty good. Exactly. So I don't know if necessarily if that's what they want. I don't think you, you should be striving for a John Cena type reaction. Cody's not John Cena. No one's gonna. No one's John Cena. Yeah, I can't
0: imagine Cody being on the Suicide Squad. <laughs> he he might probably be, he wishes might be, he, <laughs> he might be um, Vin Diesel's um, cousin in the next.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, that family keeps growing. It's going to be a battle to see who's got the bigger family at this point: Vin Diesel or Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I'm all up for the slow build, but how how slow is a slow build? Well, because we were saying this even full gear last year yeah, with the Derby I'm, match.
0: I'm not a fan of him going. There's more than one wrestling family when. There's loads of wrestling families. Yeah, exactly.
1: I, for me, I think it's got to come soon. If they let it go too long, it's going to alienate viewers more and more. Um, but you can't... Because I, I, it's more insulting, I think. It's probably the my way to end that is. It's more insulting to have somebody who openly tells you that the wrestling is not real, comes out to try and be the realest person on the mic and acknowledges that no one likes him but he's just going to keep doing what he wants anyway because that's what he wants to do and still think that's a face like it's not that's a heel it's exactly everything it's, a heel would say it's
0: go away heat but i don't know what the the face equivalent is really
1: time will tell and again we're not bookers but from a fan's perspective i think we do share both obviously you do and i know jay does as well but we we share the same i think opinions on that Cody, phenomenal talent been between the ropes as a face character it is not working at all I don't want to see him as a face I'm not interested in, in him as a face and I'm not invested in really most of his stories because they all centre around Cody being like oh we need to go for Cody why do you need to go for Cody? why does people want to turn why are people trying to beat Cody's family up? is it because he's, he's the guy in AEW? no because you're annoying, <laughs> and yeah. people just want to beat you up.
0: I, uh, obviously, every time someone turns heel, turns face, get her a chance, but
1: I don't know. In time, he's got to, I think, but um, we'll see, we'll see. But it's not taking anything away from him in, in between the ropes, as we say. I'm sure full gear, which we'll go through our predictions now. Yeah, I was. you want to bring up the match can, card?
0: Can look for it because, like, we'll start with the. Um, Title Eliminator or do you want to start with the main, the title match itself?
1: Um just give me if you go through the whole list, you just tell give me the predictions who you think takes each match and I'll just tell you if I've got any um different ones. I imagine we're probably gonna be the same for most of this card. Oh well,
0: yeah. Well well the first match on Wikipedia is Kenny Mega versus Hangman. For the for the uh AEW title. It should be Hangman.
1: I think Hangman is gonna take this one.
0: But a part of me goes, maybe they will just rip your heart out and go for Omega to retain. But Omega's basically right out of challenges, I'd say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. And this is the last pay-per-view of the year. I don't necessarily see them carrying this forward to revolution in February. No.
0: Nah. The, the Elite are going to be in the corner, and Dark Order be in the corner.
1: We, we have to also address the fact that potentially... Windham formerly Bray Wyatt I'm expecting him to make an appearance at Full there's Gear there, there's going to the 90 day no competes up now yeah, and, and I'm, I'm fully expecting him to to appear because
0: I'm surprised I haven't heard Tony Khan say oh there's going to be massive surprises like he does every
1: pay-per-view no yeah I don't think we can do that again now
0: <laughs> someone has to but it feels like everyone someone has to debut it's like it's it's like when they would do the ECW main shows that it's, there would always be like a surprise yeah it's kind of get to that point now where you expect it, and if you don't, it doesn't happen. You'd be a bit disappointed, I reckon. Uh,
1: for some, I wouldn't be, but I, I am. You know, I am expecting that to happen, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't mean the show won't be good.
0: Oh no! Uh, second match is Britt Baker defending her women's title against Tai. It's
1: Britt Baker all day, that isn't it? Uh,
0: yeah, because once again who who realistically could beat her.
1: That Ty, Ty would be good, but I don't think we've built her up. We've not built that angle I, I to a point where it, she's believably yeah. going to take that it, from Brit. Do you
0: know what's funny? I forgot Abaddon was still in the company until they... Until that trick-or-treat to, match. Into that match. Yeah. So, well, this is why you had trouble with your division. You don't really... You
1: uh, had, hopefully the TBS title will help segregate that out a bit more, but... Yeah. Anyway, yeah. What's next for Full Gear?
0: Uh, you got... Brian Danielson versus Miro the winner becomes the um, Eliminator Tournament winner and it's, get a title t-
1: shot t- title shot yeah I mean so you kind of lean towards Brian just because it... Miro being such a last minute addition but then that could be a really good swerve
0: but you go if one person wins it doesn't mean that this, uh, the person in the main event will win
1: yeah because I mean if Brian wins then it would make sense from it's, a storyline perspective to have Brian take the title off of Kenny but, but again, I feel like we've put so much time into this Hangman-Kenny story that the only really way that you can end that is that Hangman beats Kenny for the title yeah. I'd rather see that than Brian versus Kenny for the title I think Brian versus Kenny doesn't need a championship at stake for that to be a good match no, as proven on the Dynamite match.
0: But we did did last year when we fought when Omega was still technically the face when he beat Hangman. Yeah, in that title eliminator, and Moxley retained.
1: Yeah, but then that was that built up to the yeah, but then the Kenny heel turn. So what I mean. It's been a slow burn with Hangman and Kenny, but it was still playing. A, it was still playing in the background. Yeah, and I just think like you kind of have to, if not here, then Revolution. They'd have to have a rematch. But you you need. I think Hangman Hangman has to be the guy. Like, that's how it's been built. But having said that, I mean, if Hangman takes it and he's obviously working as a face, then Miro, Hangman would be, you know, it's the match. You didn't think you're going to see it based on how the tournament brackets were stacked up, but it's something I actually really would want to say. And like I said with what what I thought Moxie would do, it doesn't say when the title
0: shot will happen.
1: No, exactly. But
0: the problem is they just did did that with Moose on um, Impact. When he won the battle royal at Bath mm. Glory and then won a title, but
1: I don't know. I'm I, to be honest, it's tricky because Brian's not lost yet. Um, do I? Th- it basically comes down to do I think that Miro is going to be the first guy to beat Brian in AEW? The answer is no. So for that reason, I think Brian Danielson's beating Miro. And there's possibly Lana might debut. No, I'm all for it. He's referenced his wife a lot. Recently. Yeah, but even when
0: she was there in WWE, he still referenced her. Yeah, that's true. Because it ain't going to be Kip Sabian fucking stopping him. <laughs> and then we got the. Uh, you didn't
1: say who you thought actually was going to win. I.
0: Tommy wants Miro, but Ooh, Danielson. Okay. Danielson will win. Yeah. Regardless, of what I say about if he wins, then Omega might win. Or.
1: Yeah, I think Brian's safe. We said,
0: we've got one more done, right? Right. So anything can yeah. happen.
1: One more... Wow, well, and Rampage. Yeah,
0: uh, anything can happen. All right, then you've got the 10-man tag uh street fight, Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and American Top Team, which has Junior DeSantos, Andre Lasky and Dan Lambert. Mm. I've got a feeling Dan Lambert's going to get the pin.
1: Oh, do you know what? That is exactly what I was going to say I hope happens. I, I, I don't care what anybody says, okay? Dan Lambert is the best heel in that company. Yeah. Next to MJF, MJF cuts a good heel promo, but Dan Lambert gets it, man.
0: I didn't like the segment on Dynamite, though. I thought that was great. The only part I did like and was the, you look like Popeye. <laughs> gag, 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 gag.
1: <laughs> I thought it was great. I think Dan Lambert is fantastic, and he needs to stay in wrestling as well, because he's so good. And the thing is, because it's a street
0: fight, there's going to be the members of American Top Team that are going to interfere. Well, oh, yeah. Going back to Inner Circle being disappeared for so long.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then they bring them back. I didn't like the the um. Was it Sammy Guevara against um Even Page? When if you I loved that match. Yeah, but if you if you win, if um you don't win, and Inner Circle disband, when they've not been on TV
1: together for <laughs> yeah, so long, it was just to add a bit more but they keep, stakes, wasn't but, it? But
0: yeah, but it, I feel like I felt like they've done that stipulation.
1: I mean, well, it was different. recent as well because obviously Double or Nothing was the same thing with yeah. Pinnacle, but
0: and they and they did the same thing with yeah, um, and then the same thing with like in WWE with Roman you get Cena when Roman said, "Oh, if I lose, I'll quit." Yeah, I
1: know. Yeah, see, that was th- it's, 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 so it... unnecessary that one was. And but...
0: when Young Bucks did it last year with FTR,
1: yeah, I think America Top Team of Men of the Year, hopefully take that. One. Yeah, because
0: they got the they're gonna have like Pedro and Turner and her husband, who's a beast.
1: Yeah. Well, I see the tag titles there.
0: Lucha Brothers t- uh, defending against FTR for the AEW ones, not um, the AAA.
1: Yeah, so I think Lucha Bros take it, but only based on because they've only just won it. Really, it yeah. is a bit soon.
0: I think. I think so. Would that if FTR won, would they be the, the only two-time champions?
1: They would be for the tag, yeah.
0: Because I'm surprised Lucha, if funny guy, that once. Uh, Darby Adam versus MGF.
1: What's the uh, What's the stakes in this one, really? I mean, it's just it's a grudge match, but they kind of on Dynamite. or oh, was it Rampage? Rampage, it might have been. They kind of alluded to Darby was going to get all of his anger out because he's not going to go in there like you know, bombing towards MJF in the match. They're going to have a wrestling match. That's how they're trying to build it. Which um, I mean, which I. I... The, the thing is, it's it's a tricky one to call on the basis that both of these men came out the loser of the last pay per view. So you can't really base it on well who won, lost here, and again you maybe shouldn't have shouldn't do that, but that's no. that's WWE. If wins losses taken. don't matter or
0: do matter
1: anymore. Uh, uh, the only reason I I, th- I lean towards MJF a little bit more for this is just because is uh, MJF still technically undefeated in terms of like he's not been beaten clean, so he's, he's suffered losses to Moxley and Jericho, but. They, they were like dusty finishes, right? Yeah, they so, can't screw... Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, based on that, is Derby going to be the first one to beat him clean? Um, I haven't got a problem with it, if he does, but the feud doesn't really build that way yet for me, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, I don't think we've... There's not been enough at stake other than, like, what you said earlier. MJF has come out and said some horrible things to Derby, and they've really put emphasis on this, like, the four pillars of AEW. Like, you know, him... Darby, Jungle Boy, Sammy. I don't know. Personally, I I'm, I think MJF takes that one.
0: I'd say MJF.
1: That is tricky. I'd, say,
0: I, I'd still go for MJF, but Darby does need a win. And he needs a match to show that he's not just a stunt-type wrestler.
1: Which is what I think they're going to go for in this, based on the promo. Mm. He said he's going to have a wrestling match. So we'll we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But don't out. be
0: surprised if he does a move to the outside where he kills himself
1: <laughs> uh, CM Punk, Eddie Kingston Oof. well Punk's taken it no doubt but I think um, I say that very confidently and I could fall on my face but again he's he's one of those he's undefeated, is Kingston the first one to beat him? Probably not
0: And God, I know they would have probably done this even if Moxley wasn't in rehab but it felt it did feel like it's just rushed a tiny little bit
1: yeah I can see that but that's why I'm hoping this carries on because they did the same. It's, it's only rushed if the if the blow off match is at full gear. But if this continues for a number of months, then it's fine. Because actually, then we're only at the very beginning of all this.
0: Do you know? What I've realised coming up to this next match after. Well, after, Punk's going to win.
1: I'm saying Punk, yeah.
0: But there's compared to the last few pay per views, there's not that many gimmicky matches. But then I see. The but one, there's more multi man matches. Yeah, there's a six man force anywhere. ...match between Christian and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus against Super Click.
1: I honestly think that um, Jurassic Express and Christian Cage should win that one. Should or would? I think they will. But it is another tricky one to call.
0: Um, The fact they made it... ...and they've just done a concerto to earn Cole.
1: Yeah. I think they should. So no Cody yet. We know he's going to have a match... And it like was, you said, if it's going to be that tag, that's yeah. another multiband. It
0: was on the Wikipedia, obviously it been Wikipedia and stuff changes, but it was a, a tag match after that segment where Pac helped out Cody after yeah. that
1: promo. Well, so we can't obviously predict anything for that because it's not officially been announced what's happening no. yet. But um, obviously we'll be covering it next week. That's our predictions for it anyway. I think some of them are quite tricky. Overall though, looking forward to it, AEW rarely misses the mark with a pay-per-view. I wouldn't say they've had a poor pay-per-view yet, but they've they've certainly had some that are more standout than others.
0: Yeah. Could they have done the T B S title on this show at the finals? But I don't know well, when they're thinking planning to
1: Yeah, it's already stacked, isn't it? But eight matches is a lot. It's a lot, yeah. You don't want too many more. What,
0: than that. There's nothing on there that you say, oh that'd be on the buy-in. Not yet.
1: Well no, mm, not yet. No, not yet.
0: And even if you add Fucking Cody and that
1: potential tag man. Cody's not on the buy-in. <laughs> well he's not gonna be on the buy-in. Well, we'll have all of the uh reviews and updates on full gear next week in the episode, of course. We'll then cover any other news that's come out over the coming weeks. Hopefully there won't be any news on releases, but obviously if they are we'll be here for them. Um but yeah, well, we hope you've enjoyed the show. Like I say, first one back longer one we're probably gonna have some shorter ones going forwards but there's been a lot to cover up because of our hiatus so we are ready back in the driver's seat well I'm the only one I can drive <laughs> and we're looking forward to having you with us along for the ride so once again thank you so much we hope you've enjoyed the show and if you have you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts every week every platform I've been Russ
0: Hello, I've been Ash
1: and we'll see you Racing. Yeah. Roll it up. I did it, I did it, for the people on the people.